Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, boy. What an exciting couple of hours here in Southern California. Good morning. How goes it? Klein Alley Show, live and Why? What happened? I don't know. State of the Union. That's oh, what everyone's talking about. State That's why. State of the Union. Very exciting. That guy hypes up a crowd like no one else. That Biden, it gets everyone. And LeBron did something, but it was really <laughs> That's State why of the Union. everything's purple and yellow. That's right. Yeah, LeBron doesn't sing like the president. No, he does not. He's never wished, <laughs> never wished happy birthday to salad, ever. <laughs> That's right. His whole yeah. life. Good morning. How goes it? Klein Alley Show back in your ear holes yet again. I'm Klein as Alley. Hello. Tomar Khan on the ones and twos. Hey, hey. Jake the Nerd. What's up? You got the Postmaster Johnny in the back taking the calls, 800-520-1067. And Muggs was down there at Crypto.com last night just to try to, you know, piggyback off the excitement of the big game. Congratulations, LeBron. Although it's one of those weird things yeah, where... Yeah, doing your job. Well, <laughs> he did his job. You know, if points is everything. And it's funny because uh-huh. I, I, I... Yeah, but big whoop, dude. Uh, I don't know if this is a big whoop, dude sort of thing. Really? Here's my theory. Okay. Lakers fans historically like Kareem way more than they like LeBron. And so as a result... There is something about LeBron that's very hateable. Yes. Why is yes. that? Yes. I Even when the moment it. that I he broke the record being like that the, you know, hands on his knees like, oh my God, I did. Yeah. Well, listen. <gasps> I, I, it, it's... <sighs> It is a. Why am I so great? I'm just ne- a kid from Akron. We've never accomplished much around here, so I could understand that if we did accomplish something, that would be probably how you'd feel. Like, I can't figure that out. However, it did seem like he broke the record. He'd scored 36, I think, 38 points up until that point of the game. And then as soon as the record was broken, Nothing. No, no more points. No more points. And the Lakers scored. lose by three. And that's what bothered me. <laughs> was that really? the Are entire game? I'm not kidding. No, the entire game was Whoa. focused on him breaking the record. Yes. And then when they broke the record, Dude. everyone threw in the towel and they lost the game. And it was oh like, my God. I, I can understand if he's going to break the record, just play like you'd normally play. Everyone's just playing a game I think here. LeBron if it happens, plays it happens. For him. Yes. Well, listen, that's the argument there's always been ever since, you know, the, I mean, from the speech that was made where he got to sat all those kids around and goes, I'm leaving and going. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Like I think a lot of people have questioned some of those moves. Now, yes, he's a Laker now, right? He's the greatest, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And he will is. He, will he ever I be loved that. as much as yeah. Kobe in L.A.? No, he won't. No. 
I don't believe he ever will be. Will he ever be lo- loved as much as like a Magic Johnson even? In LA? Probably well, not. That's because he had a whole bunch of other teams. Those yeah, guys I get the Lakers. Listen, I get all of that. And that's why last night, of course, people were excited to be a part of history. Trust me, we were trying to get some tickets to go to the game. They told us we're no, not getting No, of course. Them. It's an impressive we, thing to do. Well, I historically want to be a part of it. Yeah, I people get like that. People like to be a part of a historical event. That's why we're sending people to the Panic at the Disco show. It's different than another concert because you get to say, uh, I, I was there when they played their final show. People like to be a part of a thing, and uh, the LeBron discussion will go on and on, and now they're saying you know, this record will probably be there for the next 40-plus years. I get that. The, who do you think was more excited about this? OG... OJ? OJ Simpson? Yeah, that, talk about a record. That guy I like OJ better than LeBron, <laughs> to be honest no, with you. No, no. Uh, More impressive record, getting off with murder, or... Uh, <laughs> the OG Laker fans or his celebrity friends? Because that's who it seemed like was rooting for him. Yeah. It was all of his celebrity friends. Sure. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was very um, supportive as well. He was right there on the yeah. sidelines, kind of rooting him on. He didn't seem happy, though. No, he was. Yeah. I think he looked happy. Early in the game, LeBron hit some three, and they kind of had a shot of, like, Kareem's reaction, and he kind of was like, you know, because he's probably thinking, all right, I know I'm losing this record. I've had it for 40 years. Pretty impressive. He knows it was sip, you know, slipping away, but he hits this three, and I think Kareem would have loved to have held it for another day or two. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like he would have. Well, didn't liked. he make some joke like he's going to shoot a basket now to make yeah. his go back up and they're just going to keep going off? That would have been good. That would have been great if he came out of retirement, <laughs> came back, played a few, just kept putting up more points. That would have been amazing. I would have yeah. loved like, We should as... have them duel it like little kid style uh, where they just play horse. That would have been awesome. Winner take all. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like, take you know, all. we were celebrating LeBron's big record uh, last night, but uh, of course, you know, other people have records as well. We'll get to this later in the show, but here's a sample. I'm here with Blair. Blair, as you know, tonight could be the night Le- LeBron breaks Kareem's record. Oh, he's going to do it tonight, and if he doesn't do it tonight, it'll be Thursday for sure. What is your biggest record in life? My biggest record is a 200-pound bluefin tuna. I'm worked down on the Freedom, Ooh. 22nd Street Landing. You guys ever want to go on an overnight fishing trip to Catalina, Sacramento oh, Island? Wow. Come on down, check us out, catch a big fish. That's out of Pedro, right? Yes, sir, correct. You see, you'll see me there because I love I love those yellowfin when they're biting. Back to the sushi talk. <laughs> oh my god! What is that about? That's right up Muggs' alley, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. When they're biting, yeah. this guy. I mean me, I'm the one biting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a whale take down a tuna, but that's where I come that's in. Me. You see, you'll see me there because I love I love those yellowfin when they're biting. Yeah, my name's Blair. I'll be on the freedom, man. Thank you, Blair. Thank you. Good luck out here. Good luck. All right, a lot of people very excited about LeBron getting himself a, a record last night. It's just cool because it was you know another of feather course. in the cap of Los Angeles, it, it Lakers cool. storied history. So that's cool to be a part of. We got a good show planned for you today. Lots to get to. Petty claims court returns, and a couple is in an argument. The future of their relationship hangs in the balance. They've decided to let you, a jury of their peers, determine whether or not they stay together or break up forever. We'll get to that a little bit later this morning. Uh, also, is K-Rock World Famous? We will call the exact place we're going to send you to, Manchester, England. Figure out if they've ever heard of us, and then we'll get your name all over that standby boarding list throughout the entire morning so you can go be a part of history and see the final show of Panic at the Disco. That is all coming up, and so much more right here on the World Famous K-Rock. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. And there it is! LeBron stands alone! 
And at that moment, he actually said, Happy birthday, dear Valentine. Thank you. Biden. Very nice. Biden jumping. I couldn't believe he could make it to the game after that. I know. Dress. What a Amazing. busy night. Yeah, busy very. Night. He's got his own plane. That's how. Uh, it's K Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. Jason, you're on the air. 800 520 Totally interactive show. What's up? All right. Love you guys. I just want to say every morning on the way to work, LA, I listen to you all. Appreciate you. But that means a lot to us. Comments. All right. I heard your comment this morning about why do some people not like LeBron. I'm going to answer that. Been a Laker fan my whole life since they were, I was a little kid and they're the forum. They came over here. I remember Magic. I remember Kareem. I used to try to shoot like Kareem when I was a kid. And then we're a big Kobe and Shaq family. Went to some of the championship games. So, you know, we love them. When LeBron came over, I was like, oh, I'll never wear his jersey. Hmm. You know, I respect you won last night. I'm glad a Laker got those points. But I'm going to say why, as a Laker family our whole life, we have that little bit of dislike. I heard one interview he did before he got here. This was years ago. I think he was in Miami. I'm uh, trying to remember that interview. He lost, and then uh, he got mad at a reporter. The reporter asked him some type of question, and then he goes, you know what, you're going to go to your life a nine-to-five job tomorrow, I'm going to go to my life tomorrow. Ever since then, didn't like him. Well, people always argue that LeBron is not humble enough. He's Yeah, you know, but he does he does those little humble things where he's like, I never knew that this was possible, right. and I came from these kind of like sure. roots that didn't I didn't think I would be able to get anywhere, and he kind of throws, he sprinkles them throughout. But I think a lot of people don't think he's a... He's not playing to be a Laker. He's mm. playing for his own right. reasons. He's playing to be successful and to set more records. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, Laker fans like this don't appreciate about him. Well, anyway, there's nothing we can do. He's got the record now, unless Kareem wants to come out of retirement and start playing again. Hey, I know, Jason, you said you used to try to shoot like Kareem. How many points have you put up total in your career? I think a total, if I counted correctly, about 12. 12. That's impressive. Right. That's impressive. Right. Congratulations, Jason. To you. Congrats. Let's I'm going to make you a ring out of some foil. Let's stop down the show right now and give you a speech. Uh, we got to take a break. we get back in a moment. A chance for you to get 100 bucks of Ali's money. You can be a champion yourself. We'll do some Ali Knows the News action. That is coming up. And we found the one person in all of Southern California that was completely unaware of what last night was. She was down by crypto, but had no idea what the crowds were for. And Muggs had a chat with her. We'll get to that as well. Lots to get to on the show today. We'll get your name on the standby boarding list coming up in the next, oh, I don't know, 40 minutes right here, K-Rock. K-Rock, let's see what's been going on since you woke up this morning or since you went to sleep last night. Five questions stand between you and a sweet payday from her right there. Allie knows the news starts now. She's a lesbian, vagina she chews. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Is this supposed to be choose with two O's or choose as in chewing? Yeah, okay, yeah choose, it. choose. <laughs> that's right. Nom, it's an nom, E-W. I just thought you meant like, I choose it. She <laughs> doesn't wash her hands after number one or two. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Thank now you. is that two <laughs> with two zero? <laughs> two. <laughs> 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 okay. Hey, uh, Michael, welcome to K-Rock. Good morning. Hello. Hey, we'd like to pay you $100 Great. of Allie's money. She's going to leave the studio. So question her. I'll give you five questions. Answer them as best as you can. And hopefully we can pay the people. It's time for your round of Allie Knows News. And it starts right now. Allie Knows the News. Last night, the president gave this speech. And there was quite a few applause breaks. Uh, what are we talking about? 
the State of the Union address. LeBron broke the NBA scoring record last night. Whose record did he break? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. New Zealand has intercepted 3.2 tons of this floating in the Pacific Ocean with a street value of $500 million. A whole lot of cocaine. The, um, this NBA quarterback has decided that he will make a retirement decision public once he spends four days and nights in total darkness. Aaron Rodgers. Wow. And finally, this guy's off to a strong start. The Department of Homeland Security has just banned this technique. They will no longer use this technique, the Department of Homeland Security. What is it? Uh, waterboarding? Oh, I love good waterboarding. Because the drought, probably. It's a good call. Yeah. All right, let's bring <laughs> Allie back in and see how you did. Uh, I know how you did. Allie, I'm not going to say anything, but you have your work cut out for you. You're battling Michael right now. Michael, where are you listening to K-Rock this morning? Calling from Los Angeles. Los Angeles, California. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. Last night, President gave this, uh, this yearly uh, speech and uh, had quite a few applause breaks. Uh, the State of the Union. State of the Union. That's what he says. Well, one, one after one. Questions get harder. Question uh, number two. LeBron broke the NBA scoring record last night. Whose record, though, did he break? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right, he said that as well. Tied up 2-2 two, two after two. Question number three. New Zealand intercepted 3.2 tons of this floating in the Pacific Ocean. Street value, 500 million bucks. E cocaine? With less confidence than Michael, it is cocaine. Oh, nice. But he said it as well. Much cocaine in the ocean? I need to go to the ocean. Dude, there's way. <laughs> the I need to go on a Seriously. cruise. There's way. Yeah. I, I think that's why oh they say God. don't drink the seawater. It's because your whole mouth will go I'm numb. I'm gonna drink all the seawater. Yeah. Now. No wonder yeah. those sharks are decapitating people. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. Forget about cocaine bear. I want cocaine shark. <laughs> yeah. Let's make that move. Like, ah, ah, ah. uh, question number four. This NBA quarterback, excuse me, this NFL quarterback says that they will make his retirement decision after spending four days and nights in total darkness. It's probably Aaron Rodgers. What a guess. That is absolutely who it is. Who and else would Michael say Michael said that as well. Right. We go oh, ahead? nice. Four. That's how Jake the Inert does his mushrooms in total yeah. darkness. And final question. <laughs> Comes down to this. The Department of Homeland Security has just banned this technique. They will no longer use this technique. The Department Ninja of Homeland Stars. Security. Uh, oh, is it playing music over and over and over again? Like the same song? Oh, they have done that before. That is not right. Michael said waterboarding. Great, oh, great guess. Is that right? Not right. Ah! You guys both battled it out to the end. Uh, the chokehold, the beloved chokehold, will no longer be used by the Department oh, of Homeland so Security. Oh, so hard to perfect. I know. Feel bad for that. Wasted skill. There's only one guy there that was like the best at it, too. Yeah, like, Come on. Like, guys, He's, I was built for this. This is the LeBron of the chokehold. <laughs> Well, Michael, you put in a good effort. Unfortunately, it ends as a tie. Woo! It's a 4-4 tie. Allie holds close. on to her money for now. And what must you shamefully admit over the airways with K-Rock? This is Michael from Los Angeles, and Allie knows the news. It's a good shopping list right there. Sex, drugs, etc. It's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show uh, coming up in less than 30 minutes. First spot on the standby boarding list for you to travel internationally to Manchester, England, and go see Panic at their final show. I did have a bit of FOMO last night watching the people at uh, Crypto for the LeBron thing. Not that I even care so much about that record particularly, or I'm not even that big of a LeBron fan. But 
I do think that all of the people that were inside of that venue will now have a story. And it's going to be, you know. You have some bragging rights. Yeah, bragging I was rights. there when. I was Even there if when. you had the last seat in the house, yeah. you were still there when. And I still know people that were at, you know, amazing moments, Dodgers moments, rock and roll, whatever it is. Uh, you know, some, some band, a moment that happened. Yeah, but and- those... Most of them were unexpected moments. A lot of them were... This was a very expected moment. Everyone was wearing their best outfit. They knew they were going to be photographed. They had video already ready to go, so... I I wonder if uh, Bad Bunny had to buy those seats on the floor, if they were gifted to him. Uh, Not that it would matter. He's got the money, but I was just very curious. I was looking around at who got... You're getting the floor seats for a Lakers game never easy, right? They, they usually yeah. Well, we all, talked about the, how some of these tickets were like, you know, twenty five thousand uh, dollars. I think Jesus. someone paid six. I think the highest one that they had recorded was a sixty eight thousand dollars seat for the game, <laughs> and I was thinking like, you know, worth it. But I guess if you're like a billionaire, that doesn't matter. That's the equivalent of you dropping like twenty bucks. And you still have to sit in those tiny little chairs on the bench, and I your know. like knees are like up to your chin. You still <laughs> look like a sleep. Couch. <laughs> Exactly, uh, like you still look like you're in a second grade classroom. Everybody knew about what was going on, except this one person that was approached by mugs outside of Crypto.com. I'm here with Nina. Nina, tonight LeBron could possibly bake, break the all-time scoring record. Bake, he's always thinking about food. <laughs> tonight LeBron could bake the record. It's going to be delicious. <laughs> he's gonna my three, favorite, favorite, favorite record. Yeah. It's my favorite, favorite Bake the record at nice 375 Nina? degrees. Nina. Tonight, LeBron could possibly bake, break the all-time scoring record of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm, LeBron is a Laker now? LeBron oh, is a Laker okay. now. I'm on my way to, to the concert. Earth, Wind, and Fire, Gladys Knight, uh, and Boys to Men. Okay. <laughs> that that is a good lineup. Al, if you had a choice last night, that concert or a seat inside a crypto to see LeBron break the record, excuse me, bake the record, which one do you go with? Oh, Gladys Knight, Earth, Wind, and Fire, <laughs> Boys to Men, really? man. You've got, right. uh, that is like a throwback trifecta yeah, right there. Sure is. is it I'm, true that you were watching this game on your phone? Because we were talking yeah. yesterday about how you have to watch mo- most of the NFL games on your phone because your kids and your wife have taken up all three TVs in your house. Yep. And then I see this post go up on our socials of you watching the game on your phone yeah, while got... something else is playing yes, in the background. but there's a good reason last night. She got to the couch. For... I was walking the dog. <laughs> she got to the couch first and put on some dumb Netflix movie about oh a family God. from this Australia like on a boat. It so... was my fault. No, not my yeah, fault. What about a tablet? She, Even a tablet would be acceptable. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, phone? Uh, guys, if you get close enough to the phone, it seems like you're watching uh, a 200-inch <laughs> TV. I, I watched all the I watched the whole moment. It was a it was a I don't know. I didn't feel like I missed anything by not watching it on my TV. Well, we saw that and we were inspired because I'm going to watch the Super Bowl on my Apple Watch. That's my plan. <laughs> So tiny. That's, that's, the ball is so small. That's my plan for the entire Siri's just going to give me updates. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wait for pictures on the 11 o'clock news. Well, every single day you cease to amaze us with the uh, sadness of your household and how much respect you get within your house and how uh, you're t- basically just expected to clean up after everybody and then put your clothes in a pantry. Uh, it inspired this original hit. Oh, yeah, Clinderella. Clinderella, Clinderella, too much pizza in his belly. Get the salads, kill the mouse, get your clothes out of the house, and don't have sex with your spouse. He's basically a nanny. He has to put his clothes inside a pantry with his dinner. He's unhappy. He's a bitch ass Clinderella. So that was the original bitch ass. Yeah, but I just want you to know there's a couple updates to the original yeah, song. Uh, 
My clothes now are not only in the pantry. I do keep some most of my clothes in the, in, the, in the kitchen. Yes, Jake. Dishwasher. No, Jake's right. I got to. I I <gasps> created a little rack for myself in the garage. You nice. created a little rack. Yeah. Yeah. So now I have two places for my clothes. Oh the my kitchen. god. Fancy. What's that now? Do you feel fancy? Yeah. Yeah. Now when fancy I. Are you sure the dog's not going to take your spot? Well, for right now, <laughs> that's where my stuff's going. All right. Well, wow. um, just seeing the sadness of you watching that game last night on your phone, we felt inspired to write a sequel. Oh no! The world premiere. Uh yeah. Uh, so this is Klein Dorelli Part Two. I'm not excited. I don't stand by this. I know last night was a record-breaking moment, but this is worth capturing as well. Take a listen. his giant telly watching football on his phone and why are you always rushing home he's such a little bitch his wife won't take his phone calls and his kids they call him stupid climb your rally your life is not going welly okay thank you that's beautiful <laughs> so so many words rhyme with climb the rally i love it so much so much talent guys so much talent really i mean nice. but I, that's a good point. You are always rushing home for various emergencies. That's right. That there cannot possibly be a, a situation where there's an emergency every single day, yet you always have to rush home for uh, God knows what. I'm not going to tell you why because you'll just write another stupid song. So I won't tell you why <laughs> I'm going. I'm just going to leave you. We take a super quick break. We come back, find out what's going on in the world. Then we start giving you things like uh, spots on the standby boarding list to travel to Manchester, England to go see Panic at the Disco. Or if you'd like to, you can gather around my wrist and we can watch the game together. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Take a quick break. Back in a moment. It's Kara. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, it's K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. In 10 minutes exactly, actually a little less, we'll get you on the standby boarding list so you can travel to Manchester, England, be a part of Panic's final show ever. Be ready to call and get your name on that list. At 7 a.m. sharp, we'll do that again at 8 and at 9, and pretty much every hour all day here at K-Rock through 7 p.m. So be ready to hopefully uh, travel internationally to that show happening in uh, Manchester. Lots going on in the world. Stuff that does not only in involve uh, LeBron, believe it or not. There's other news. We've got a Super Bowl to get to this weekend. We will uh, get to our prop bet 
du jour a little bit later this morning as well. And, uh, du jour? Yeah, that's right. We're trying to make the show sound fancier. That's right. Fancy boys. That's how fancy boys talk. You know. Let's get to it. It's time for your ADD news. Here we go. Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. My therapist says I'm good enough. All right, LeBron breaking the all-time scoring record was not the only thing to happen last night. Some would say the historic State of the Union address is more important. It is a yearly tradition. It's time for the president to essentially toot his own horn, talk about some of their records, like that they've created thousands of jobs or that they've brought the debt down or that inflation isn't so bad. And each, uh, each accomplishment is met with roaring applause. It's a lot of hard, hard clapping. A lot of standing up and then sitting down and then standing up and then sitting down. It's a huge workout for the audience. And then there was a moment where the audience turned on him, and it was right about no, here. Some best. Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. I'm not polite. Uh, well, I was not there. Look. Oh. Folks. <laughs> I love the random lie. Oh, my God. That was You're a, a That wasn't random. That was, awesome. that was Marjorie Taylor <laughs> yeah, Green. Yeah, right? she's very likable. Yeah, she's super likable. Like Liar. You're oh, a liar. <laughs> so even the president can get heckled. Oh, Let's just remind wow. each other. But Good old heckling. What do you think was bigger, his booing or LeBron's cheering? Uh, let me. I'd have to hear them side by side. I got here. I have LeBron's cheering okay. here. Let me hear. This is LeBron. This is the LeBron cheering. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James a shot in history. I'm not saying it's in the and the booing. Woo! The booing. Anybody who doubts it. I think he got booed more than I LeBron think it got was, cheered. Yeah, I think I the booing wins. Um, all right, and then another news after the president talked about all the wonderful jobs that have been created, Zoom announced that they are releasing 1,300 employees. And they have laid off now 15% of their staff, and that's just another example of a lot of different companies that have been making these announcements. You've been seeing them pop up all over the place. Basically, most large companies, Microsoft, I mean, Google, so many have been laying off thousands and thousands of workers. But, you know, the president is talking about all these jobs that are being created for, like, infrastructure, like building bridges and fixing potholes and all those kinds of things. So you're seeing, like, the tech jobs go away and then the kind of, like, uh, more blue-collar jobs being created. So it's signaling kind of a shift in the world as far as, like, COVID times, all the tech companies were making a ton of money, and you know, now that seems to be changing. You know all the uh, CEOs were uh, shamed publicly for fire doing the mass firings via Zoom for their employees? Do you think these Zoom people fired in person? I think they was, like, fired the on Google Meet. Oh, is that they moved over yeah. to a different, a different network? So they're getting fired. Here's yeah. the thing, guys. You're going to have to download this Google Ring Meet. Ring Central. Download and, it. Oh, man. Our company <laughs> tried that one. That one stinks. So it's like a new that random is the worst. video and chat. If i got to do one of those video chats, and it's what it's not now like Zoom or any of those fourth You're party just like, ones. like, I'm not going. I'm just not going. I'm not going. Sorry. And they try to make it simple. They're like, it's really, really easy. Just create a profile, it's and the then worst. you have to switch over your settings, no and then they have it. all of this, and then... You lost me a profile. Yeah, it's crazy. If you have to create a cr profile, forget about it. All right, LeBron set an impressive record last night. Obviously, he broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. But what is more impressive, 
LeBron's all-time scoring record or the world's lar- longest doggy conga line in a record previously set by his own daughter, a man named Wolfgang Lauenberger of Germany, was able to get 14 dogs to stand on their hind legs, put at least one paw on the dog in front of them's back, and then they actually were able to dance and move forward as a conga line. This is now the 10th dog-related world record that this man has set. Um, which one's more impressive? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to train 14 dogs to create a conga line. I'm not saying that <laughs> LeBron is doing something that's unimpressive, but this is something that requires a lot of work. God, it's going to be tough to decide which one I'm more impressed by. And we'll put the video up on social oh, so you good. can kind of see side Great. by side the moment that LeBron breaks his record and the moment that Wolfgang Lauenberger has broken his daughter's own record. I can't believe which I, had I bigger applause. Uh, I can't believe I haven't heard <laughs> anything about this record about the dog conga until right now. Are I'm going to be sharing more impressive records. Are we morning? the only? Are we the only media place that is uh, covering that story, or is that getting is that getting traction anywhere else? Excuse me, I'm sure the LA Times is covering this. I mean, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> happening in the world now. There's a Super Bowl happening on Sunday. You decided that this doggy conga line story is worthy of the You year. haven't seen it. Have you seen the doggy conga line? I have not. It's really cool. I don't Allie know. is like the sweetest little fairy. See? Oh, that explains it. There you Thank go. You. <laughs> now I get it. And my Google search history reflects that. We will get you into a uh, trip to Manchester, England. That's right. Standby boarding list. I got an open spot here. I got a Sharpie. I got to write your name down. If you would like in, be ready to call us 800-520-1067 as we kick off the next hour of the show. The first thing we will do is get you on the standby boarding list. K-Rock World Tour 2023. Stop number four, Manchester. The final Panic at the Disco show ever. You will be there. We put your name on the list after this quick break. This is the world famous K-Rock. 7 o'clock, Wednesday morning. Uh, congratulations, LeBron. It's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show, and we would love to write your name down on the standby boarding list that sits right here in the studio under lock and key, except for when we get to write down new names. It's a legally binding contract, which means that if we call you in less than a week, you'll pack your bags, get your passport, get over to Manchester, England, and be a part of the final ever Panic at the Disco show before that band wraps it up. So... Right now, I need you, caller 20. Only call if you're going to be caller 20. I don't want to talk to caller 12. Caller 20 right now, 800-520-1067. Get your name on the standby boarding list, and we send you to the magical land known as Manchester, England. You know, there's lots of ways to interact with the show. You can call us live right now. You can get in on the GOAT line. And then, uh, you know, some people don't hear us live every morning. We appreciate it when you listen to us on K-Rock 106.7. That means a lot. It's oftentimes how we are judged. But then there's people who listen to the podcast. Those people are convinced they're getting screwed. Oh, Klein, the ultimate teaser. You left us hanging there during the clickbait. I'm, I'm listening on the podcast. Klein said the first word he was going to say on coming back from the commercial break was going to make me super horny. <laughs> and here I am just sitting here waiting. Oh, you tease. Not horny. Uh, you know, I don't know if that didn't make it into the podcast yesterday. What? It was one of the clickbait questions. The word that instantly makes both... Uh, both genders hornier just as soon as they hear it. They did a bunch of bunch of research. I did say it on the air yesterday during the live yeah, show. Yeah, you did. Jake, well, it was over the intro of a song, yeah, though. Over so, the yeah, intro. It was so, like a quick, like, 30-second thing. So you cut yeah. it out of the podcast. It was cut out, So yeah. the podcast listeners will have no idea what that word is. Which kind of makes them horny. I think that, yeah. That's the intensity. <laughs> what will it be? Are we, like, edging them? Is that yeah, what I we're think doing? so. We're, oh, uh, right, edging sweet. is very popular these days, yeah. as you know. Uh, the word was skin, by the way. 
But Which, it's over this song intro. I just put so it over you know. there, so you're not going to hear it again. <laughs> I'll cut this out, too. Yeah, yeah. So make sure this isn't in the podcast okay. tomorrow. Okay. Skin, everyone. That's skin. That's the word. It's all getting cut out. <laughs> it's all getting cut out. Good. <laughs> podcast does great when we cut out all the things. Just finish all sentences over the intro of um, the song. I see a lot of twinkling lights over there on the phones that are working some of the time. So we will uh, pick you up, call it 20 in a moment, give you the good news. And then let's all make some money together. We've got today's uh, prop bet, winner, winner, chicken dinner, as we give you ways to make a ton of money on the big game. Uh, we will give you the thing you should be gambling on today. And that is happening just after System right here on K-Rock. Oh, that should wake you up. It's K-Rock's Klein Alley Show. Let's say hello to uh, Call 20 right now. Get your name on a standby boarding list. I head to Mission Viejo and I say hello to who? Hey, Klein, how you doing? Steve. Good. Steve, I'm going to write your name down right now. You're Caller 20. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait. It'd be so cool to get a chance to go to England and see Panic last show. That'd be awesome. If you don't win, at least you'll always have this moment that we share together right now. Be quiet. It'll, it's been so special with you. Good. I'm glad you feel that way. Seems like if you are a guy who wins, you're one of the... Like, you sound put together. He doesn't seems woo. Like, He's not a wooer. Yeah. And if you were to go to the show, it seems like you would not be one of those people who would get too drunk and go number one on himself. I would not go number one. But oh. Maybe I go crowd surfing. Oh. All right. I like that. I thought he was going to jump right to number two. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. I'll go this number one. Yeah. Uh, when I go, I go all out. All right, Steve. Appreciate you. Hold on one second. It's just that easy to call. You could be the next Steve, and that's what everyone should uh, strive for. Call 8 o'clock, less than one hour from right now. We'll He's the good Steve, though. Another, he yeah. is the good Steve. We all know yeah. the bad Steve. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on, Steve. Write down his name. Stand by boarding list. You're uh, hopefully, look at this. Not that many names on here. We're going to call a winner out, I guess, pretty soon. So be ready to uh, travel internationally. So uh, there's a lot of gambling going on. I think the number was something like $70 billion will be wagered on the Super Bowl. I think it's uh, somewhere around $7.6 billion, not 70. Oh, well, whatever. It seems like yeah. a lot. I feel like I've got $76 billion just wagered. I, I better what? win some of these or I'm going to be in trouble. I, dude, I got a call yesterday. You know how uh, people do You know how people do squares at the Super Bowl parties? Like you get a, Oh, you, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm getting hit up left and right, right about right. that. And, and what would you I, say? I don't care. Yeah, uh, Omar, what would you <laughs> yeah. say the average price of a square is to get in on? 25 bucks. Okay, 25, that seems about right. 20 mm -hmm. seems like an easy number just because it's an easier amount of dollars to hand each other. But I got an uh, invitation yesterday from a friend who obviously doesn't know what I do for a living. And they said, uh, <laughs> hey, I got invited to join this high-stakes square league. It's $5,000 <gasps> per square. What? And I said, that's, uh, that's a little rich for my blood right now, but I, I'm a gambler. And I and he kind of went over the, the price breakdown. What, then, you asked for the price breakdown? Well, because I wanted to see, like, what does the person get? Because, you know, usually, like, around here, they're doing one in the company here, and, like, the winner gets 200 bucks, which is nice, but it's, like, whatever. Yeah, so but I... <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, I so know. We pass call along it. the information for that high stakes thing to Jake, okay? So this guy yeah. says <laughs> 5000 bucks, And then I said, what's the breakdown? He says, well, the winner of the squares gets over gets a million dollars. And I, and I said, hold on. Oh I, said, God. I said, that math doesn't add up, dude. I said, 5000 times 100 squares, you don't get to a million dollars. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, 5000 would be our share of a box. The boxes are actually going for $25,000 <gasps> each. Oh, my God. So this guy is involved in a high, high stakes squares thing where everyone who's in, and I don't know who these people are. It's a bunch of... Uh, jerks. A bunch yeah. of rich jerks are buying these squares for $25,000 each. 
and the breakdown is something like a million for the winner of the game, uh, 500000 half. T- I, I couldn't even wow. fathom. It was a, a life-changing money. I mean, it was crazy to me. Okay, but, but with like squares, you don't have a lot of say, don't you? No, you like, get no say. You get, you get a couple of numbers, and then you hope that that's what the teams uh, end on at the end of the quarter. But a lot of times when I've done it, they're like, hey, you just got here. Here are the crappy ones that are left. Well, it's supposed, I, to like, be, it's supposed to be done sh- random. It's supposed to be done completely yeah, random. It's random yeah. And and I said, how do they even? I just got so enthralled in this conversation. Like, people are putting twenty five thousand. Someone's got to hold all this money, and then there's got to be someone to make sure there's no shenanigans. That making sure that you know, I mean, usually there's certain numbers that are good to get when you get squares: zeros, threes, sevens. Oh. You don't want to get stuck with some four. That sucks. No, That's you got to find some way to fake the broadcast to make it the score that you want. Right, fake the whole Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way. Get the in- get well, a million dollars. Let's uh, hopefully make some money together on some of the prop, the more normal props people are putting money on. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There shouldn't be anybody else but the chickens to gauge how much their eggs should be. All right, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, these are actual bets you could be making. These are more in our price range. Yes, well, we're gambling a chicken dinner, Whoever, which will, every one of us has the lowest score based on a week of gambling. After the game, we'll figure it out. has to buy whoever has the best score and the rest of us our favorite chicken meal from any location in Southern California. And we're going to bring some listeners to join us. So it will be a chicken feast, a real winner-winner chicken dinner for everyone except the person who has the lowest gambling score. Now, already this week, we have given you a couple of good winners. We believe. We've given you who we believe to be uh, which commercial air first between M&M's and Doritos? Yeah. And Allie and I were, we're the, the only, only ones Only ones M&M's. that said M&M's. Everyone else said Doritos is going to air first. Uh, then yesterday we talked about the celebrity that will be shown first during the actual broadcast. And once again, who did we all pick yesterday? I don't well, remember. Well, I said Adele. Omar said Brad Pitt. Klein, you said Paul Rudd. Muggs, you went with Kevin Hart. And Jake went with Sylvester. Uh, I Sylvester. said Ocean. You said you an ocean. You can't said you, you, ocean. Yeah, you said, uh, yeah. I said ocean. We're not you, going You with can't that. do that. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. Stop. Stop being unfunny. <laughs> you said the Rocky <laughs> statue, by the way. He's going with Sylvester Stallone. So there we go. We've given you our picks. Uh, today, this is a good one because this is something you can actually bet on. Man, when it comes to betting, Klein doesn't play, does he? No. Yeah. No, we get to it. Right? doesn't count. Loser. Did you tell anyway. me that? <laughs> You're not being fun, dude. Come yeah. on. Take this seriously, dude. This is not This is, serious. This is not just a dumb radio bit. All right? This is not. I'm going to gamble now You're on... mad that you couldn't do the squares, the $5,000 ones, So mad. You? So mad. Here's anyway, a question today. Stupid dinner bet. Uh, the MVP of the Super Bowl will be chosen at some point. And they will give a speech. And there's one person that they will thank first. They'll thank a lot of people, I'm sure. This is the uh, bet today. Who will the MVP of the Super Bowl thank first? Now, there's usually a lot of uh, odds out there. Will they go with God? Will they go with their family? Will they go with the teammates? Will they go with the coach? Will they go with a random like person? Like, hey, you want to say Steve, who just yeah. this goes number two on himself at the panic show. Yep. Uh, who will it be? Uh, Muggs, you get the first pick in this one. Who will the MVP of the Super Bowl thank first? My beautiful wife. No, you know what? Let me take that back. You're talking about Nicole? Let me take that back. You're talking about your beautiful wife? Let me take that back. Don't open this Brandor's box. Um, God. Okay, I mean, that's the cliche. God. That's the cliche because I think, isn't Travis Kelsey a, a man of God? Dude, I don't know. It's your, You're the one who's going to. God. Travis Kelsey, he's going to be the MVP. Okay, I don't care who you think the MVP is going to be. You think God is the first person. He's going to thank God. All right. Okay. Allie, in a much shorter answer 
than mugs just gave. God. God, please remove mugs from our studio now. Thank you. Can you do that? Is Kelsey a God-fearing man? I'm just processing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the Kelsey's Is religious Kelsey history. Kelsey a team-fearing man? Yeah, I don't know. Ali, uh, who will be the first person? It's going to be the team. The team. Yeah. You're going to say, I couldn't have done this without my team. I didn't do this alone, all that stuff. Because that's the humble way to go. It's a great pick. Omar Khan, who yes. will the MVP of the Super Bowl thank first? It's day number it's three. Be, I think it's going to be more generic. I think they're going to get up there. They're going to be all emotional. And they're going to thank everyone. I like to thank everyone. That's what they're going to say. Yeah, everyone. I'm at a loss yeah. for words. Just they're gonna everybody. Say, they're going to say, I'd like to thank everyone. Yep, everybody. Yep. Jake the Nerd. Team effort. Team. Thank you, team. Team. You can't pick team. I pick team. I can pick he, team. You can pick team again. That's what? fine. You can pick team again. That's fine. If he thinks it's going to yeah. be team. Can I change Multiple mine? people pick No, Doritos. you can't change yours. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. What do you want to change yours to? Are you going to, to? Team? Are you going to Doritos? <laughs> I mean, have you tried the new barbecue ones? They're pretty good, actually. Um, Thank you, Doritos. Which one do you want to change? We already wrote it down in pen. To the great people of Enter Winner City's name. Oh, okay. so I yeah, want to thank that. That's the, stupid. You're, you're changing <laughs> to Winter City? What? Winter City's Enter Enter if, okay. Winter. Any winner. City winner. Any winter, winter City. city. Uh, okay. The winner of the city. If, all right. The city winner. If he thanks like the city of Aspen, <laughs> you get the point. You dummy. <laughs> I, what are you saying? Either Philadelphia, <laughs> either Philadelphia <laughs> or Kansas City. The, if, the winning city. The winning okay. city. Thank you, Allie. Why yeah. did you? Why can't you speak? <laughs> why don't you say fans? Is that what you meant? <laughs> I'd like to take the fans. No, if if it's the fans, it doesn't count. It he's, has to be the city he's itself. He's got to say the city. The, the bridges in the city, the roads. Like to right. Philadelphia. The oh, great public transit. Got it. Okay. Everything Phil. City. Got it. Okay. Shout guys. So if they thank the city, you're going to switch her from God to city. Yeah. Huh. So God was a pretty good so, guess. Yeah, so God, it was. So I'm going to take God. Yeah, yeah, I think Klein should take I'm, God. I'm jumping on. Finally, at this point Man. in my life, I'm jumping on God. So uh, I got I got God then. Because God. <laughs> Mugs, why are you so upset now? Well, no, Allie threw me off because she said, does, does Travis Kelsey look like a God-fearing man? You I'm, said that. Yeah, no, she was mocking you. She was mocking but what you said. Five, second guess. So, what is happening I don't here? know. Mugs, what's Holy going crap. on? So let, me, so let me get this straight. It's winner, winner, chicken dinner. We're giving you the bets. Yeah. You feel that they're going to say thank you to all of the, the great cold people cities. of Philadelphia uh. or Kansas City. <laughs> oh, they have to say it like that. Okay, yes. verbatim. <laughs> right. All right. All right, we got it. We're all locked in. I feel thank good you. about this uh, dinner. Mugs, if, if you... <laughs> Mugs, if One you, thing's clear. Nobody's the winner, though, yeah. here. Mugs, if yeah. you win, which uh, chicken place are you going to request the food from if you're the winner of this whole thing? It is amazing hot chicken. It's called Hawaiian Hot Chicken at L.A. and Woodland Hills. Excuse me. Mm, sorry. L.A. and Northridge. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't get a city straight. <laughs> 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 Who would you like to thank for this speech? Los here? Angeles <laughs> and Northridge. The great people uh, of Los Angeles okay. and Northridge. Okay. We take a quick break. We got to reset. Get a defibrillator in here and reset something. mugs or something. We'll be right back. K-Rock is Klein Alley Show. If you're waking up to the exciting news, uh, LeBron is now the highest scorer in the history of the NBA not mm -hmm. that's right that's yeah. the excitement you should have absolutely true i watched the entire game on my phone aren't you jealous jake that's the rally for you jake the nerd had a really interesting theory and it's so funny that ali got super defensive about it because <laughs> i didn't get super defensive you, well, about you it you did because you have a th hey jake you're i don't know why jake was looking at his old timey photos like historic photos or something 
And Jake's theory, I don't want to misspeak, Jake. So what you were saying what exactly? Uh, every woman before 1950 is ugly. <laughs> he, he doesn't believe there was such a thing as an attractive female in the world before the year 1950. Yeah. And he's going on a bunch of historic photos that he keeps now pulling up and sending us. And Allie said... Well, he, he keeps showing these black and white photos of women that he finds from that time period going, none of these women are hot. And my response immediately, uh, you're right, I did get defensive, Klein, because I am hot in like the 1800s. Allie feels that she was born 100 years too late. And if she was a pale, doughy... Mm-hmm. creature like she is now. I would have been the hottest chick She would have been like the whatever Pam Anderson or Emily Rajaskowski or whatever of that time. Of like, yeah, the olden days. But unfortunately, as you know, looks change. And yeah. now, Jake, you've sent a lot of... Now, I would argue that guys, men, were way more attractive back in the... Like the... Uh, before the 50s, because every guy looks like skinny with a mustache, nice beard. Yeah, because he worked 80 hours a day. Right. Yeah, but that's what happened was back then, it was like the guys worked and they, you know, they got their hands dirty and they were all like chiseled and they went to war and all that stuff. And all the ladies just kind of like, if you were a hot lady, you were able to just kind of sit back and eat grapes and drink wine. And they weren't allowed to take photos of you, apparently. So your your feeling is that only if there were attractive people, there's no photographic evidence of them. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Him away. No, no, no. R Rosie the Riveter's hot. That's a drawing. Yeah, that's a drawing of. I don't even think that's a real person. Wasn't okay, it, wasn't but she's hot, and she was based on what people looked like back then. There's a lady that you sent here that looks like Klein. Thank you. See? There you go. Case in point right there. Huh? No, okay. Pick any random year plus woman and Google it. They're all uggos. Yeah, but, but Jake, you don't think that the uh, our opinion of what is attractive has changed over the years? I mean, obviously yeah, it we, has. Yes. Like, like uh, Obviously it has, but also people before were wrong. Uh, oh, so you, but do you think then by that rationale, like people weren't hot, now they are hot. Do you think that they will not get hot again? Like that eventually we'll just go back to not being hot. Like take the hot, right, like the hottest person in the world right now, whoever Exists that is. Now. Do you think if someone 50 years from now looks at a picture of them, they're like, oh my God, skinny no, and huge it's, it's jokes. It's some kind of weird, like, uh, accelerated evolution. We're just getting hotter by the oh, decade. So you feel that society, humans are getting better looking. You don't think it has to do with plastic surgery and better diet, exercise, people going to get injections all the time, that it's stuff? It's not plastic surgery, but it is some kind of ev evolutionary leap. Is but, this a nerd theory? It is my own personal theory that I've proven okay, with but Google. Okay, we were all talking right. about that, though, and then Beer Mug pointed out all the 20s flapper girls and how hot they he were. He just has a, like, a, a fetish for flappers girls. No, he just likes a costume. They're no, all because, ugos. look, you were setting pictures from, from women from, like, the aughts. Like, aught No, two. I random, it was, like, 19, 20 random things well, plus woman mm -hmm. uggos. And, by the way, <laughs> it's, not so, it's not your crazy evolutionary theory, Jake. It's called Jurgens. It's lotion. It's well, products. Hey, hey, we can't say that. Yeah, yeah. Stop why saying are you jerking to the 20s? Jerks. With a G. Hard G. Hard G. Jerk. Hard G. Not talking about it. No. You're making this conversation inappropriate for airwaves, folks. Stop it. Why'd you have to take it there? 818 pointed out Audrey Hepburn. She was super hot. By today's standards, though. Yeah, what year is that? 
Yeah, look. she was alive before the 1950s. Yeah, what, no, know, but when she come out? What, when was those movies? 1950s, right? I thought Allie, you know Betty White. Allie's got a, a, a fascination with Betty White. I thought those old pictures wasn't Betty White like a she real was super hot, like a real looker, like in the 40s yeah, or something. And that's what they called him then, a looker. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, look at that looker with those means, yams. Yeah, that means hot skank. Yeah, hot skank. <laughs> right. So I listen. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn turned 21 in 1950s. So yeah, she she counts. All those 1940s like fly girls that like met their husbands back from. War in like, like yes, like the, dude, the so one, hot. Yeah, they're painted the, on the side of airplanes. Yeah, it's just Jake. You're going Again, through your paintings. history and those you're sending us pictures Based of off real women. You're sending pictures of women who look like linebackers, and there are right. other women that that didn't look like I that. I gave you a whole group photo. Pick out one hot uh, one. I dare you. The <laughs> pictures you sent us are all women waiting in line for bread and soup after the depression, dude. That's the problem, man. There can't be one hot one. There's got to be one hot one. Right, well, hey, Jake we'll makes a good point. There's man. a guy There's buying the hot one's hot dinner somewhere. This. All right, listen. This, this, <laughs> that's the reason those women had bread Kate lines. Kate Beckinsale, Pearl Harbor. Have you seen it, Jake? That's, that's a good point. Woman. Got some tickets here. We'd love to give them to you uh, if you'd like them. 800-520-1067. It's Klein Alley Show. It's K-Rock. Young the Giant will be in town. It's not shows not till I think, was it August? Well, it's coming up, but anyway, we'll get you in right now. Uh, we got the, I'm very excited about this. We do this every year around Super Bowl time. The Super Bowl hotel price is right. Terrible hotels. Mm-hmm. Terrible one-star hotels near the venue that the Super Bowl is taking place. They get to charge a ridiculous amount of money. We will read you some of the reviews that people that have stayed in these hotels have left. And then all you have to do is try to figure out what is the actual price that they are asking for for the hotel on Saturday night before the Super Bowl. It is shocking when we tell you these numbers. Understandably, it's uh, you know one of the biggest events, if not the biggest event in the world. So everyone goes there, takes up all the hotels. And these crappy hotels that normally couldn't even get $19 a night are now asking for thousands. We will get to the game in a moment. If you'd like to play, call us, 800-520-1067. The one-star hotel, Price is Right, as we get you ready for all things Super Bowl. There are so many opinions on Jake's opinion on the text line about the fact that there has never been a woman that was hot before 1950. Um, 909 said Jake is pretty accurate. People used to marry out of family gain for, like, a pig or something. You now, married a pig? No, no, no. You were able to trade four uh, things, you know, that you wanted to gain your family. Now we're able to pick our own hot person to mate with. Um, other people have nominated who they believe is a hot person before 1950. Cleopatra, boom, done. The hieroglyphs of her are super hot. Painting. Uh, Veronica Lake, Ginger Rogers, Vivian Lee. 626 said Gina Davis was hot in a league of their own. I don't know if that counts. Sure does. Someone else pointed out that ever since Jake stopped drinking, he has terrible takes. He's being such <laughs> yeah. a cheddar bay bitch in he, sobriety. He really is. He, this is the same man who said Porto's overrated. He's now saying there was not one attractive person on the planet before the year 1950. I find that impossible to believe. There, there, I agree. Uh, you look at the picture, pictures overall. Also, the picture quality wasn't great either. Also, 626 at all. Historically, those photos are of really, really, really white people. And over time, we've kind of mixed. And the more we mix, the better we look. Yeah, you ever see a woman who's like part Asian, part black, part like Portuguese? They're, they're like flawed. They're like everyone perfect. knows all the hot people are minorities or yeah. be- even better, mixed mutts. Mixed mutts, dude. Beautiful people. And great dogs, by the way, in general. <laughs> Uh, Jake, uh, your theory is does not hold water. I'm sorry, I sent you. You say you kind of agree with me. I sent you a picture to prove you're wrong. By the way, I don't know if you saw that, but I sent uh, it. Let me see. Post it. It's definitely proof that uh, beautiful. Is that a picture pe- of me? It's not Al. <laughs> 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 Damn. 
definitely not Allie. Let's... Oh, the old-timey Western photos? Yeah, look at that, huh? Those are all women from 2023. Oh, whatever. They went black and white with the... They went with sepia yeah, filter. They took the picture at, like, Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. yeah. One of yeah. those places. That would be a great bachelorette. They look great. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, let's get to it. Hotels like to jack up the prices whenever they can. If you're trying to get like a one-night Valentine's Day getaway, you've probably seen, even if you're just going somewhere local, done that move before. Oh, let's go stay at Beverly Hills for the night. It'll be romantic. And you call the hotel. The price was like $200 yesterday, but tonight it's $1,000. Oh, my Because that's how they do. Yeah. Same thing happens around the Super Bowl. Got some of the uh, worst-reviewed hotels that we could find. All you have to do is uh, figure out Try to figure out what their price is. Let's add a Jennifer and Whittier. We'll go up and down these phone lines, give away some tickets to whoever is able to get the closest to the actual price of the hotel we described. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to K-Rock. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. I'm going to read you about a hotel that is in uh, Tempe, Arizona. Not even, I mean, the Super Bowl's in Glendale, Arizona, so it's close-ish. This hotel uh, was reviewed by someone who stayed there as, My experience was horrific. I was assigned my room, finally, at 1.15 a.m. after arriving at noon for my check-in. Stop. Upon entering, I found it was occupied. Oh. I was given another room. One of the two beds had been slept in and recently. Oh. The sofa had a fresh, wet stain. Ew. A wastebasket full and walking barefoot on the floors turned my feet black. The lock on the door was missing. It was now 2 a.m., and I asked for a new room, and they said it was impossible. Also, the hairdryer didn't work. Seems, un- seems okay, that, the- <laughs> like a low complaint at but this point. But also, how are you going to get the wet stain out? I get it. It was the worst experience I've ever had. Uh, the staff was apologetic, but did not offer me a refund. Uh, what do you believe this hotel is charging for? We looked at this hotel. We said, what are they charging for on Saturday night before the Super Bowl? What do you believe is the price that that hotel that I just described is asking for on a Saturday before the Super Bowl? Oh, wow. I'd say probably maybe $485. Whoa. It says $485. Actual retail price of what that hotel is asking for. This woman's good. Really? Four hundred ninety nine dollars a night. She could. She's only off by like, guys, was it twelve bucks or something? Hold on oh one my second, God. Jennifer. And you are hold like on. Rooting That's... through, trying to find a place to stay, and you're like, oh, well, these reviews are really bad. But you know, it's just one night. I'll be drunk anyway. Hey, uh, Brandon. Uh, Brandon, welcome to K Rock. It's the Super Bowl hey. one star hotel prices, right? Let me describe uh, your property right now. All you have to do is uh, guess the price. It's going to be tough to beat the woman we just chatted with. She just crushed it. Here we go. This is a hotel that is three miles away from where the Super Bowl will be taking place. And this is what the review of this hotel said. This was, without a doubt, probably the most rundown and dirtiest place I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. I do not recommend. The elevators don't work correctly. The lamp fell apart when I tried to turn it on. The phones don't work, and there's a smell of decaying something that lingers through the lobby. This kind of sounds like our building. I was so scared of bed bugs that I actually slept with all of my clothes on, and I woke up with my clothes stained. That is a review of a hotel that is close to the Super Bowl, but what are they asking for on the Saturday night of the big game? All right, that got, sounds like a fabulous place. You got to be closer. Um, you got to be closer than Jennifer. Uh, she was pretty close, so good luck. 
I'm going to go with $575 a night. All right. Uh, for this property, they are asking. <laughs> this property. They, they, they average two stars. Over hundreds of reviews, they average two stars out of ten, by the way. Yeah. Uh, this hotel is asking $785 ah! a night. Uh, unfortunately, it was a great guess, but Jennifer, you are the winner of the one-star Super Bowl hotel prices, right? And you'll be going to see Young the Giant. Congratulations. Woo-hoo! Take Thank a quick break. Much. You're very welcome. We'll be right back after this. Stay Rock, Con Alley Show. Less than nine minutes from right now, we will get your name on the standby boarding list. Travel Manchester, England, and see the final Panic the Disco show ever be a part of music history. We will get you on that standby boarding list at just at exactly eight o'clock this morning, nine minutes from right now. So be ready to call 800 520 1067. Let's find out what's going on in the world. Grab your Adderall. It's time for some ADD news. My therapist says I'm good enough. All right, LeBron is now the NBA's all-time leading scorer. It is impressive, to say the least. He had to score 36 points or more to beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Once he did that, boom, the game stopped with 10 seconds left in the third quarter. The cameras were ready. They all flooded the court. The photo ops happened. Cue the tribute video from his family that was already produced and ready to go. Boom, that was on Twitter and Instagram. And the Lakers went on to unfortunately lose that game. Some of the people who were courtside for that big moment were Denzel. Washington, Woody Harrelson, LL Cool J, Floyd Mayweather, Bad Bunny, Jay-Z. The list goes on and on. But as I mentioned before, you just see them in those little bench seats. And it's crazy to see all these huge celebrities that have thousands and thousands of dollars still hunched over in a seat with really no back to it. And that's something money can't buy even at a big arena like that. It's kind of funny that when Allie tries to sum up a celebrity, she says they have thousands and thousands of dollars. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> These celebrities have millions. Have thousands and thousands. Denzel. They have a lot of thousands. Denzel must have just. Uh, he must have four figures, five maybe. He has a million thousands in his account. There's thousands of dollars just sitting Floyd right there. Floyd Mayweather has thousands of dollars. Dream bigger. You got to dream bigger. <laughs> In your world. It doesn't take much to impress me. In your me. world, if you become a big, successful movie star, you can get up to $1,000. <laughs> so enjoy that. Thousands. That's right. Fine. Thousands yeah. of thousands. Well, it's a great equalizer. You're in a folding chair. You're in a metal folding chair. It's got With some, everybody else. Yeah, it's got some padding on it, but your feet are on the court, and that is the coolest thing ever. Even being second row at one of those games, which is awesome is not having feet on the floor. Feet on See, the that, floor is a thing. That's it's a the, bucket list for uh, everyone. It's I understand that. But also, you're you're also asking for criticism on how you are watching the game as of well. Course. So it, it, in the game last night and in the State of the Union address, people are always focused on the background, yes. right? There's Kamala, that other guy that are behind the scenes. They have to be very, very animatedly focused. Yeah, you because get your if phone there's out one second, yeah, that they're like looking off to the side or looking bored, everybody's going to be taking that picture. You're going to become a meme, no problem. Right. So I would rather sit in the back or in the middle. I don't think where, you have to worry about that. Where you can. Could... You'll be fine in the back. <laughs> I would I, rather. I don't think that's okay. an option for you. I'm just saying. But yes, if you are sitting You want to be blending you, in. You think it's great, but you are potentially part of it. If you spill your nachos all over yourself, yeah. you're now a meme and everyone has a good laugh at it. So you yeah, have a little too much beer or whatever. You got to go to the bathroom. Spill on yourself. Imagine you get up to go to the bathroom at some point during a play. And, and it's the sh- moment he breaks right. the record. And then that's the whole thing. Guy went up to go take a leak during the most important part of the NBA. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. So yeah, there is responsibility. 
ability. I actually was looking at some of those people on the floor. I was shocked that all of those people were not well known. Well, I know I you saw posted on our story two guys that two like regu- they're the most they're regular nobodies. looking guys ever, and they're sitting on the floor. And I think to myself, how do they get these seats? What is going on here? Right. Is that is that Mr. Crypto dot com? Like how, how do they get those seats? My name is Crypto. <laughs> These are two, this guy I have thousands of dollars. sitting next to Bad Bunny, and I go, I get why Bad Bunny's there. But who is this guy? Why is he there? Who and is are he? they talking? Right. Who knows? Do they right. like shoot the s and they're like, hey, what are you doing here tonight? I was just uh, blown away. Grammy by nominee. What about you? A lot of questions. How do those people? I can get you those see seats? them on your phone, by the way. I could see them on my phone. <laughs> I was zoomed in. Okay. I watch was the whole, zoomed watch in. Watch the whole game on my phone. Before, in between buffering. All right. The Red Hot Chili Peppers have been performing all over the place. They put on a great show. Usually, you don't hear a lot of complaints when they perform. It's always a good night. But they are making some changes to their set list after they got some backlash following a couple of their shows in Australia. They deleted a couple of their hits from the lineup. They did not play Under the Bridge and they did not play Suck My Kiss and they opted instead to swap it out for some of their newer stuff and people were livid to the point where they posted their set list for their Melbourne show coming up, mm-hmm. putting back Under the Bridge and Suck My Kiss. And I understand, like, people want to hear the hits and everything like that, but it was like one or two. Like, they played a lot of hits. Under and the they... Bridge is the biggest one, though, Allie. That's the big... Is it that sacrilegious that I, they left that one song I out? I think so. I feel like that one you have to get. Well, and you wait for the encore. You're right. They're, they're, they're going to come back on and they're going to play Under the Bridge. And then when they come on and they don't play Under the Bridge as the encore, the next everyone's time, like, what the hell? There's going to be another one, right? Next time we have one of those guys on, I'd love to ask them because they do, they do post their set list every show. And I and they see it's a, mostly it's a, you know a lot of the same songs in different orders. They have a lot of songs to pick from, but... Is that a does Kitas make that call? Do they like join forces? Do they all get to pick four and they kind of rotate them. Like I, I'm very curious because sometimes it'll be it'll be weird. They'll play like Snow third, and then sometimes they'll make that an encore. Like yeah. how do they decide? They should have I was the surprised they bit. played this song though, dude. I was just like, dude, this is definitely not one of the hits. You should not be playing this. Yeah. Shame on you, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, it's, it's in the Black Summer album. His voice just gets better with age. It's, it? it's not, it's, that's not. I understand Someone why. Someone probably sang that under a bridge at one point. I understand <laughs> why Australia hates that band. Now. Uh, we come back in a moment. We get you a uh, international trip. How about that? Put your name on the standby boarding list. Send you to the final Panic show ever. Be a part. Uh, they'll probably play all the songs. Panics. They're not doing the new stuff on the way out. They're doing all the stuff. All the hits. But even their new stuff is hit. We will get you there uh, in exactly two minutes right here on K-Rock. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Wednesday morning, K-Rock, 8 o'clock. How goes it? Clown Alley Show. Back in your ear holes yet again. In a moment, we got a couple hanging out on the phone right now. They're uh, One of them is taking the other one to Petty Claims Court right here on K-Rock. You have a very important role to play. You will be a jury of their peers, and you have an opportunity to give us your vote, and it will pretty much determine whether or not this couple stays together or potentially splits up forever. Uh, and more, and even more important than that, Allie, one of them will get to officially say, I was right and you were wrong. And everyone knows there is no better and more important thing in any sort of relationship than being able to officially say, I was right and you were wrong. Yeah, it's all about scorekeeping score and who's keeping. winning. Yeah. That's so, the key to happiness gonna, in a relationship. We're going to meet Sarah and her boyfriend in just a moment, and uh, we'll figure out what is going on and why they have come to us. Petty claims court. Petty issues in your relationships that can become giant chasms if we don't solve them together. We'll get to that, but first, call 20. We're looking for you. How would you like to travel internationally, be a part of music history at Panic at the Disco's final show 
I'm looking here at a poster outside of the K-Rock studios. This was from K-Rock Weenie Roast. I think it was 2018, maybe. And that's when Blink and Panic were your headliners. Wow. 30 Seconds to Mars, Rise Against, Dirty Heads. But I, I look at that Panic right there. See, you know, one of those little things you don't think about when a band says they're no longer going to perform is that um, not going to see their fo- not going to see the font any, on any more festivals. I know. And not Panic was a good panic one. Font. They, they took up a lot of space on these festival posters. I'm looking <laughs> right now. So if you'd like to be at the final show and travel to Manchester, call her 20 right now. 800-520-1067. We'll get you uh, on the standby boarding list, and hopefully we call you back in about a week and tell you you're going. Uh, we'll do that again at 9 o'clock. So if you can't get through right now, don't feel too bad. You'll have another chance coming up in about an hour. I want to just say hi quickly to Sarah. Hold on one second. Hey, Sarah, we're going to do Petty Claims Court in a moment. You're the one who's on trial or you're bringing your boyfriend to trial? I'm bringing my boyfriend to trial. Okay. Is the thing that he's doing, don't say what it is yet, but is the thing that he's doing at a point now where it could be a relationship ender? Um, Maybe, if he, if he reacts weird. Okay. So he does he not know what this is about? No, I did tell him that we're going to be on the radio mm. and that it's like, because we listen to Klein and Alley all the time, so um, I was You're like, we're going to be on the radio, like, okay. just, you know, come on. All right, hold on. We're going to get to you in a second. I, I can't wait to figure it out. I don't even know what this what it is. I haven't been told yet. Mm. So we'll get to Petty Claims Court in a moment, listen to this Nirvana song, and I'll uh, pick up a caller 20, get you on the standby boarding list. That's next right here on camera. It's K-Rock, moments away from Petty Claims Court. Another couple's uh, relationship hangs in the balance. You will determine how that proceeds. Hey, uh, Carla. Yes, hello, good morning. Hi, why are you calling K-Rock? The uh, the guy told me I was calling Domino's. And, like, maybe Panic Discos? What? Hold on. What's going on here? (laughs) You think you're calling a Domino's? The guy told me that there was a special for Domino's and maybe Panic at the Disco tickets. Johnny, did you tell this woman that there's a special going on at Domino's? Johnny, are you making jokes with these people? <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Postmaster Johnny, taking the calls here. These people don't have a sense of humor. They want their tickets. They don't want jokes they about don't pizza. Have with the people. Yes, no, no, no. Well, what yes. happened? Hold I, on. No, I got I her got prepped up. Yeah, okay. Call, All right. She was excited, and she gave tons of good energy. Right. Well, are who, you trying to do your own radio show? Yeah, over what's there? going on back there? <laughs> yeah. Why did you tell her it was Domino's? No, no, I was just prepping her to see if she had a good sense of humor, and she was good in energy. And what was the joke you prepped her with? I made her sound like she was calling Domino's, and she was just like, oh, yeah. And then I want to side order. Don't do that. Yeah, stop doing that. Stop whatever you're doing. Stop doing it. She was very clear on what was going on when she called. Yeah, now she's confused. Now Now I'm confused. I don't even know why she's calling. I don't know what's going on. Do you want a pizza? Carla, congratulations. You've won a pizza. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Uh, uh, What do you want on it? You're caller 20. I want some tickets. Hold on. You're caller 20, and so rules is rules. You are going to be on the standby board list now to potentially go to Manchester, England and see Panic's final show, okay? Okay, then thank you so, so much. There's no pizza. I'm sorry that you got confused. I don't <laughs> Johnny, know what's now you, that. you should, next gotta, time that happens, you need to provide a pizza for this Yeah, person. don't promise yeah, pizza. I'll Do deliver. not promise an under-deliver pizza. Shame <laughs> on you. All right, there's a uh, there's a court battle happening on the phones right now. I, I need a closed-circuit camera in the back room and see what, what goes on back there. What is going on? I don't know. I just see the calls coming in. I messing assume, with people. The poor woman thinks she's getting a pizza. Now she's only getting on a standby boarding list. It's a damn shame. Let's get to it, Allie. In the legal system, cases are tried from Supreme Courts to small claims court. But what about stuff that's too small for small claims court? This is Petty Claims Court. 
All right. We've uh, solved a lot of issues and created many more. We've got Sarah and her boyfriend on the phone right now. We will uh, listen to both of their arguments, and then you, a, a jury of their peers, will determine who's right and who's wrong. Who gets wrong the pizza. And who gets yeah. the pizza. I wonder if these people know why they're going. Uh, hey, Sarah, welcome to Petty Claims Court. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Thank you for I'll coming here. i one crunch wrap. No, no, no. <laughs> you, uh, you have an issue with your boyfriend. How long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been together for one year. Oh, okay. That's the usually the good time. The first year is great. It's the honeymoon phase <laughs> right at the beginning. And it all then it's all you, downhill. Did, <laughs> all right. You okay, Clay? I'm you, okay. <laughs> Maybe you need a pizza. He's looking up at the sky like I'm okay. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> did, did you celebrate your anniversary yet? Um, we celebrated back in November. Okay. Did he do something nice for you? Uh, yeah, it was around Thanksgiving, so it was a lot of... Uh, I got you a turkey. Cleaning. Yeah, here, you, here go. you go. This was all <laughs> yeah. for our anniversary. All right, we're going to bring him on in a moment to defend himself, but why are you bringing him to Petty Claims Court, Sarah? I am tired of seeing him like um, fake butts on Instagram, like girls with fake butts. I don't have a fake butt. Why do you like that? So he's going through and, and looking at these and following these accounts, or he's actually going the next level and uh, and giving them a heart, like actually liking them? Yes, liking them, following mm. them, maybe even a hard eyes on a comment. Oh, boy. <laughs> hard eyes on a comment. Is he, uh, oh, is, my God. Is he commenting as well? Like, is he actually writing something like, nice butt? Yes. He's not- maybe not nice, but maybe like some exclamation points and a, oh, emoji. Boy. Huh. a peach emoji. Maybe he just likes butts and he cannot lie. It's good. It's good, good argument, Omar. It's a good argument. Let Case me say. Closed. We uh, don't need to go on. Let me say hi to your boyfriend now. This is Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Welcome to Petty Claims Court. Your uh, girlfriend of one year is uh, taking you here because she claims that you spend a lot of time liking butts on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I mean, if she says so, I mean, I... Uh, if, I guess she so. Says I mean, so, if she says so, are you doing it or not? Doing it? I'm on Michael's side already. <laughs> Go ahead. Michael, what's up? What, defend yourself? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I just appreciate a good butt every now and again, you know? Mm-hmm. Is, I, it, is it such a crime to just like a photo of it? Can I ask you a question? Because this question is for all people that do what you do. Because I as well, and, and my wife has pointed out that my algorithm, I don't like it when she looks at my Google algorithm because it's just pic- pictures of good looking people and pizzas. And yeah. and I can't really defend that that's not me because it's clearly me. I don't ever yeah. like or comment. <laughs> I just look. Why like when you can look? It's the same thing for you, but why do you feel the need to, to um, engage? You to, want the person to appreciate, yeah. to know that you appreciate it? I guess so. Maybe it's just like I want them to know that like I like their photos so that maybe you like... But I also I think know. that that helps your, your feed, doesn't it? So more uh, big uh, butt ladies Oh, uh, right. Like up. it'll help the algorithm? Yeah, if yeah. you like it, you get more butts served at you. Is that yeah. what's going on? <laughs> yeah, so my Instagram is just filled with, with butts all the time. Right. <laughs> all right. All right, hold on. Uh, hey, guys, this is not funny. Uh, hold on. Michelle doesn't find this funny at all. Okay. Michelle... Uh, her name's Sarah? Yeah. Uh, Oh, Sarah, excuse me. <laughs> no, You're looking at Sally. your phone, Klein. Uh, you know, Look my, at my girlfriend's name is Sally. All right, whatever. Sally. What, what, hold on. What? Who is it? No way. No, it, uh, no maybe one's it's name nickname. is Sally. That's me, a fake name. Let me now. ask you a question, girlfriend, whatever your name is. Girlfriend. <laughs> let me ask you, girlfriend. Are you, oh, my goodness. Are you, are you upset? Are you upset because you're jealous of it or because he's got a wandering eye or because you think he's going to cheat? 
Um, all of the above. Yeah, I can I can understand that. I, uh, like you're saying, Klein, looking is one thing, but liking and engaging and commenting, yeah, that that would irk me. And do you do you happen to know if your boyfriend's like had, does he have cheating history? Is there any reason that you shouldn't trust this guy? I think previously in a past relationship, but he says with me, I'm different. Mm-hmm. You are different. You are different. You've had a different yeah. name during this conversation. <laughs> I know. You can't even so, remember her name. Let me get this straight. Uh, when, when uh, If one of these butt uh, models ha- writes you back, I don't know if that's ever happened, would, would that engage in a further conversation? or Because I think that's, that's the concern of your girlfriend. Yeah, no, never. I would never do that. Lie. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I like what, what? What am I gonna say to them? I mean, I don't know. Like, how many of these girls yeah. do you think you follow? Follow on Instagram? Let's ask the girlfriend. How many does he follow? It's basically like some mutual friends between us, and everybody else is a <laughs> nice, pretty lady. So it's all but what percentage though? Would you say friends versus butts on his account? Let's, let's do maybe about eighty-seven percent. Eighty-seven percent butts. No, that's not true. What do you? What do you? Do you think is the percentage of of how many of them that I follow? Of butts, just butts on your feed. Oh, maybe like sixty-five. <laughs> okay, that's, that's <laughs> not, right. it's, right. it's not eighty-seven. All it's right. seventy-seven. We're gonna we're gonna rule on this in a moment, and we're gonna give you a chance for a final argument. I want you guys to think about this seriously, and then the text line will vote, and the first one hundred votes on the text line will determine uh, if you're gonna side with uh, uh, Sarah, the girlfriend, or Michael, who's the uh, the, the guy who's addicted to butts. We will take right. the voting. Uh, there's a lot of interesting theories coming through. This case has only just begun. We will get to the exciting conclusion, and we will decide the verdict of Petty Claims Court after this on K-Rock. It's a heated Petty Claims Court on K-Rock this morning. Another chance for you to get on the standby boarding list uh, just around 9 a.m. So stick, uh, get comfortable. Pack your patience, as Omar likes to say. Mm. We'll get back into this and decide the uh, verdict. Final argument in the verdict of Petty Claims Court. One couple's relationship hangs in the balance. Uh, once again, um, Sarah or Michelle or Sally, whatever her name is, has brought her boyfriend to trial because she says he likes too many butts on the IG. And people are so all over the place. We'll get to the text in a moment. But go ahead. You're on uh, Kara Candace. What's up? Okay. So whatever her name is, Sally, Sarah, Michelle, she is 100% in the right. If this, if she says it's 87%, he says it's 65%, it's probably 77%. But if you're a majority following butts, like... <laughs> That's not love. That's not security. They, they've only been dating a year, which is the honeymoon stage. If my if this happened to me, I would freak out on this man. Like, really? Like, butt pictures? Candace, what percentage of butt pictures is acceptable in someone's follow? It, it depends. I think you can do about 15 to 20, but no likes and no comments. Because that's engaging. Yep. That's you, like... That, that's you, like, tapping into that person, like, hey, uh, I'm noticing you. Can you notice me? Interesting. It's, it's so long. On the text line, we have yeah. so many divided opinions. 310, I'm a married man, and I follow a ton of models on my Instagram. Never cheated before, but I do like to look, and I like to like. Uh, 909, like I'm to a, like? Why like? Why like? I don't know. I guess you just got to like algorithm, know. dude. Yeah, it's... 909, I'm a straight woman, and I give out likes for a good butt. This other one girl, uh, Sarah S- Sally, seems like a red flag. Uh, 424 seems like insecurity issues. She has new tr- no trust. 
Um, she's different for sure. She's a helicopter girlfriend. He is innocent. Um, questions mm. as well. Does it's... Do the butts that he follows look like her butt? Good question. Uh, you can answer that. You're bringing your boyfriend to trial now. It's petty claims court. Do, uh, do, you said earlier in the conversation that you, you're not, you don't have a butt, right? So this is something that you can't provide. Is that right? Well, they're definitely um, perfect. <laughs> and mine is a normal one. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, 310 said I'm siding with Sarah because I was in a relationship with someone in the past who did the same thing and ended up cheating on me. Um, 201, Allie's wife does way worse. How could Sarah not be mad? Or how could Sarah be mad when Allie's wife is actually cheating on her? Uh, we ha we Michael, uh, how are you handling all of this right now? Yeah, I mean... I guess, uh, I mean, I, the thing is, is I do love Sarah's butt, so I think it's more so like a compliment on her end. It's just like, I don't... You love her butt so much that you need to... More butts? More butts in your life? Is that what we're getting at? <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying that, like, I like one more than the other. It's just I appreciate a good butt. We're going to bring your witness to the stand. Uh, this is the witness you've brought in. Go ahead. You're on Petty Claims Court. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Okay. All right. It's good. It's good witness. Appreciate that. Thank you for that. He knows about butts. Totally, totally, yeah. totally worth it. I think. Uh, hey, Kevin, quickly. Oh, hold on. I want to lose one of you guys. Hold on, Kevin. You're on K Rock right now. This has uh, gotten really heated. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I, I I follow tons and tons of models on Instagram, <laughs> and my wife understands this. And I can like them as much as I want. It doesn't bother her one bit because it's not like I'm engaging or doing anything touchy or anything like that in real life. It's just it's just a model. Even when we're walking together, I'm allowed to look and comment on anyone I like just as much as she's allowed to comment and look at anyone. Yeah, but I don't think women do that as much. And Allie, I don't know how it is. No, but that's that's his relationship. Right. That's his. That's of his course. point in his relationship. That's his weird relationship. Okay, listen. Right. Let's it's not, not that weird if you feel secure in your relationship. It's not. You're right. We got to yep. judge. Katie and I will horn up over people that we see on the TV all the time. Yeah. Right. Well, that's nice. On you, you, so it's right. all good. Yeah, no, you got, she gets yeah. to let off steam with other people. All right, uh, uh, Michael, <laughs> Michael, and Sarah. We are going to rule right now. We give you each ten seconds of closing argument before we have to wrap up this edition of Petty Claims Court. Uh, text line is kind of already voted. Sarah, what would you like to say in your ten final seconds of argument here? Sarah? Hello? Sally? Uh, whatever your name Michelle? is. Ten final seconds to make an argument now. Closing arguments. Petty Claims Court. Oh, what do you okay. Um, well, definitely we'll work on trust, but... Well, don't um, say but. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just liked your sentence. <laughs> um, if, I, if I felt more secure in my relationship, maybe this wouldn't be such a problem. Okay, Michael, 10 seconds. You're defending your uh, the fact that you follow 85% but accounts on Instagram. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, my thing is, is that uh, these people that I'm liking, they're models. They're not looking at me. I'm never going to have a chance with them. So it's like I think it's harmless. You know, I'm not like messaging or like liking other girls that like we know. So it's just, you know, they're harm I think it's harmless. These are strange butts, not familiar butts. Yes, correct. Okay. Well, and, and, defense it, is I don't have a chance with the butts. That's right. Yeah, that's good. not like a great that. defense. Ah. But, yeah, the butts are out of my league. <laughs> that's right. why. Up, you we, better believe. We, will, yeah. we are going to rule right now. <laughs> Ruling is final here. And if either you violate the uh, decision of the uh, Petty Claims Court, then you understand there will be consequences to be paid. Uh, the most important <laughs> thing in any relationship is trust. And money. money. And money, obviously, and looks. <laughs> and D-size and butt-size. Right, all yeah. that stuff. Yep. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, you...
every month will be forced to like one. You can't say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody got upset. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at you now, my friend. You cannot curse. You cannot. You cannot curse in the petty claims court. Okay, please, no cursing. Sarah, Sarah, you will be. Sarah, you will be forced for one month to like one hundred attractive people on Instagram. So front or back. Front or back, side, whatever, bulge, whatever All you're into. All inside, whatever you want. So that mm-hmm. Michael can feel how you feel. Do you understand the assignment here? I understand. Michael, you cannot like over 20% butts. 20% is your maximum butt likeage. Do you understand? I understand. Got it. Okay. You guys are going to call us back in one month, and we're going to see how the relationship is at that point. All right. Sounds we're going to be broken up. Cannon song, K Rock. Less than 30 minutes to go till we get your name on the standby boarding list. Travel to Manchester, England, and see Panic at their final show. Love to make that happen for you. Congrats, LeBron, on the record. And now we're all, all caught up on everything that's going on. Uh, oh, we are, we are going to try and do a state of the show address at some point today. Give you the state of the show. Last night it was the State of the Union with President Biden. Uh, things going on around here. Uh, if you've been with us for a little bit, we would update you on that. And hopefully we have time to squeeze that into today's show. Question, though, for you right now. If you needed during the day to contact anyone, question, concern, whatever, would you text first? Would you call first? And does it matter what the topic is? It matters what the topic is and it depends on the person. I called a buddy yesterday. I did not text. Called. And his message said, I'm not answering calls. Text me first about uh, what it's about. And then... About what it's about? Yes. So you have to like, basically pitch to him a phone call? Yes. <laughs> and this was not like a... <laughs> this is not a guy that's like a busy guy. He's not... He's an innovator is what he is. You think... Why? You think that's the move now? You text before the call? I think you should always text. Buddies, why you calling me, dude? So, wait a minute. Because they're your friends. What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, my I, friends can text. Well, apparently now, most so people... So you'd rather just text than even talk to the person? Yeah, man, I'll talk to you when I see you. What if wow. um, what if someone uh, texts you and says, hey, can we can we do a call real quick? Or I'm going to call you. Do see, you- I hate that because it makes me think that I did something wrong. That, there's some, that, I, that I did something bad and that they need to talk to me about it. Why else would they text me and say, yeah, hey, do you have time that. to talk? Yeah. Well, the, the whole idea is that apparently now, when people are getting unexpected phone calls, even if it's from a friend or a family member, they immediately think the worst because they assume why, if this was not text-worthy, if this, if this is because of a phone call, already they, it sends people into a panic now. People are getting anxiety when their phone actually rings, and it's someone they know. And they almost hope for the robot. They almost hope for the spam call because they go, ah, oh, but if it's like, oh my God, it's my sister. I better answer. This must be an emergency. Because the reality is, if not, you would just send a text. And now people are saying the etiquette is switched to if you are going to call someone, you must text them first and tell them you're going to call. And Allie says that leads to a totally different type of anxiety. Well, yeah, absolutely. If somebody texts me and says, hey, can I call you or do you have some time? That gives me way more anxiety. And then I'm also having more anxiety about when they're going to call. You did that to me the other day. Hey, do you have time? Do you have a second? And I was like, uh, well, when's the second going to be? Mm. What, you know, and then I said, sure. But then I'm waiting for the follow-up call. Does the call happen in one minute? Does it happen in five minutes? I don't like anticipating a phone call. I just want to get the phone call. And if anybody is going to text you ahead of time, I think scammers should be in the mix as well. 
The scammers should be the first ones. They should hey, be like, hey. I have a second to scam you. Right. I've got a... I've got, <laughs> Can you I've, call me? I've got great solar solar power <laughs> yeah. deal in your neighborhood. It's I'm going I'm to call in <laughs> yeah. a second. That would be the one to call I'm for. I'm a Nigerian prince. Got a sec? So the answer is, I guess, now more less and less people, because, you know, there's like... We've talked about this. There's like four, maybe only four good reasons to call someone other than actually having a conversation. It's like... It's like death, birth, engagement, breaking up. That's yeah. pretty Last much. Second concert tickets. Those. Are, what's that now? Last second concert tickets. That's worthy of a call. You think? For sure. Yeah, because oh, you think need that... an answer right away. You need to talk to them about it. I feel uh, like that would be a text. You say like, "Hey, are you free tonight? I got an extra ticket to whatever." That's a to me. That's a text. Unless you want to hear the reaction of somebody, the excitement. But you can do all that in emoji anyway. Well, sometimes texts are easier to miss than phone calls. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. But. Uh, what about people's birthdays? Because I will get phone. I don't get phone calls very often, but I'll get more phone calls on a birthday, and then really? yeah, obnoxious. that are unsolicited phone calls. And I'm kind of wow. like, okay. And then how long does that conversation even need to be? It should get like one to two minutes tops. If I don't think really, anybody should be expected to have a longer than a two minute phone conversation. If they really liked you, they would not call you. A they text would, with confetti. They would just yeah. <laughs> they would just do a text because if. Now they're cutting into your day, and I'm not gonna say happy birthday. Got a sec, but like, but it's also generational. It's also generational though, because like, for instance, if I just texted my mom on her birthday and said happy birthday, and that was the extent of it, she would be upset. She would be really mad. Well, she also wants a phone call. She wants you to ask how she's doing, what her day is like. Right, that's all that stuff. Yeah, because that's part of your gift. No, that was one what time. What she's wearing. I mean, all the stuff. <laughs> she doesn't want me to see you her know, naked. Just make sure that you cover all of her bases. Uh, 818 says you only have to text before a phone call if the phone call is of an important issue. You would never text before a phone call if it's insignificant stuff or a just checking in call. That's what I do, yep. So uh, you, someone it, It's mostly clients, too. What does that oh. mean? For me, just to make sure they're going to be on the phone call so I don't waste my time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like, hey, I'm going to call you in five minutes or whatever. That's so weird. Yeah, so but the weird. time that, it takes to send a text actually seems longer to me than just making the phone call in the first place. Because then you no, have, because then, uh, you have like a you, one or two minute back and forth before you actually make a phone call. Why, why don't you just make the phone call? Because if they don't pick up, then I'm wasting more time. If I just but, send but a quick text. you're wasting less time. Well, what, no. is, what does the text line say? Uh, is the text line pro or anti-text text message? They're actually mm. not texting. They're calling. They're calling. Okay, great. <laughs> God damn it. They're not even paying attention to us. K-Rock, hello. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan, first of all. Love K-Rock. Listen to it every day, especially when I'm driving to traffic. Appreciate but you. Thanks, dude. I hear you guys talking about um, text messages and calling. Um, well, nowadays, everybody's doing the voice message as well. So it's a little hybrid of both. That way, they still get to hear your voice, so there's a little personal to it, but you're also just, like, keeping it real quick. Like, hey, I just want to say happy birthday. All right, have a Confetti. good one. Yeah, so, like, I actually know people on the tone, too, because, like, um... Ali was saying it does get build up some nerves like oh my god what are they texting what they want to call about well someone else on the text line mentioned FaceTime Klein do you text before a FaceTime call that one you have to touch before because you can't you can't can't get unnotified camera you text to say I'm going to call you and then you call them to say I'm going to FaceTime you (laughs) you have to work your way up (laughs) yeah you have to build to it yeah (laughs) yeah you can't unsend that it's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. We've already done some petty claims court this hour. What we should do is get you on a standby boarding list to travel to Manchester, England, and see Panic's final show. That is coming up in exactly 10 minutes right here on K-Rock. The number 800-520-1067. Alley's going to break down the ADD news in a moment. Obviously, a giant record was set yesterday. LeBron James uh, breaking uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record for the most points scored in the history of the NBA. And some people were surprised. Others said not shocking at all. I mean, I used to watch when we all saw that guy playing in high school. We're like, this guy's going to be... He had, first of all, more facial hair in high school than I did. And I was, you know, 
older than him. Yeah, and he still, looked like he was in his 30s yeah, when I remember, he was 18. Yeah, he was way younger than me. And I remember going, like, man, I'm jealous of all that. He's got great facial hair. So he was like a man playing amongst boys, and he kind of brought that into the NBA. Uh, regardless, listen to what happened outside of crypto last night. Muggs was down there to see uh, what other people's accomplishments were that were not maybe as important as being the NBA scoring record. And listen to this. I'm here with? Money Coach. Money Coach, you're going to the game tonight. Yes, sir. Are you uh, aware of what's about to happen? Yeah, it's going to be some magic in the arena tonight. LeDron James going to break the record. 36 points, right? He's going to score 39. What a prediction. Oh, wow. That guy put up 38 last night. He said 39. That's strong. I like this guy. Followed by the most important question from Beer Mug, what is your greatest accomplishment? So his record is going to be set tonight, possibly. That brings me to the next question. What is your biggest money? I'm sorry, what is your biggest record money, Coach? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What a simple what question. What is your biggest yeah, money? He's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a simple question. And it took you like a good two and a half seconds to realize that you said the wrong thing. That brings me to my next question. What is your biggest money? <laughs> Call now. I'm sorry. What, what is, is your, your biggest record money, coach? <laughs> Man, my biggest record is like 258000 now this guy's stuck talking money. He doesn't do. know the question. He doesn't know the question. He's just giving bank account numbers now. <laughs> Let's get to your ADD news and congratulations, uh, LeBron. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD news. Oh, I just sat on my nuts. Oh, that's not fun. The State of the Union. Take your time, Allie. What? Because I know Klein has to go pee. Oh, okay. So just great. take your time. Don't take the your time. The State of the Union address. It happened last night. Many political commentators will be analyzing what went well, what did not go well. The cheers, the boos. This is just one of the boos. I'm not saying it's the majority. It went on and on and on. People heckled him and called him a liar. But there is a much more pressing political issue to address. Did you know that there is a passenger bill of rights being presented by a group of senators that would protect us passengers from being mistreated by the airlines? The proposed bill would require airlines to pay all of us at least $1,300 if we get bumped from an oversold flight. Oh. This, is, this is poetry right here. Air travelers shouldn't have to foot the bill for basics like carry-on bags, a seat next to their children, or even for a sip of water. Especially as airlines continue to fail passengers at every turn. They're not wrong, but... Isn't that amazing? What's the option? I'm going to drive somewhere? Forget that. So, I get it. I mean, they have us... By, they really do have us by the balls. They do, the airlines. And they well, treat and us they terribly, but what is do, our choice? Yeah. They say if this passes, then the airlines are just going to charge us even more money because they have to give us better care and mm. all this stuff. So, even though we have rights, and yeah, then we wouldn't be allowed to charge for bags, they would still jack up the prices, and they're going to win anyway in the end. So... What is that? What is that? Ooh, wow. water. Does it make you want to go pee? No, no stop it, dude. I, you're such a Omar. You're such a dick. I, I've been holding. I've been having a piece since eight o'clock this morning, and we haven't had a second to leave the studio. Uh-huh. Yes, it does make me have to go more. Thank you. Man, I really wish I had a water-related story to get to. <laughs> okay, do you have brain fog? Do you have problems focusing? A lot of people say these are growing problems. Oh, God damn it! It's yes. almost like it's bursting. 
It's all come to a head. Right. You really have to let out steam. Mm -hmm. And a new method that people are using to focus is called brain zapping. People are zapping their brains at home to improve focus and clear their brain fog. You can get these, I guess you're supposed to, they, they said been around and people usually have to go to a doctor to do it, but now you can buy them on Amazon for like a hundred bucks oh. and then you can zap your brain back into focus and science says it actually works, but... Doing it at home unsupervised is quite a different story. They sell brain zappers on Amazon. For yeah, but they bucks? say it doesn't hurt. Well, well we got to figure that out. So what does it do? Is it electro? Oh Jesus! <laughs> is, it le- is it electro pulses? Actually, they just douse you with the hose. You want me to bring in one of Kibby's pee pads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go with the pee pads. Do you have one of your dog's pee pads in there? <laughs> I will use it. If right you now. do that, I quit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. That was supposed to be a bad thing. All right. We've talked about the worst ways to be fired. What about the worst way to be broken up with somebody? I think I found the winner. It's the new breakup bear being sold by Walmart just ahead of Valentine's Day. It looks like a typical stuffed bear. It's nine inches in length. The bear is holding two sides of a broken heart and written in the middle on his little sweatshirt are the words bye-bye. And their idea... Is that you're supposed to buy this and then give it to your significant other to break up with them on Valentine's Day. It's so vague, though. I I saw this thing, and if someone handed that to me and it... (laughs) Damn it. It just said bye-bye. I wouldn't know what that that meant. Like, it doesn't say you're single. It just... And, and are you going to like, spend money? You're like, are we going money? on a trip to Barbados? Are, yeah, are you going to? Yeah, right. <laughs> Bye-bye. I will marry Bye-bye you. Bye-bye to my singlehood because we're getting married? Are, if, that the, if you know you're about to end a relationship to the point where, like, are you going to go out and spend money on that person one more time, even if it's a cheap bear from Walmart? Are you really going to spend that, that, that Right, no, $9? you do the text before the phone call. Exactly. And then the phone call, mm-hmm. say, There's can I bear. FaceTime with you so I can break up with you? Well, here's the good news. I'm going to run down the hall. <laughs> Now I have to pee. Thanks a lot, Omar. <laughs> Caller uh, 20. Wait, we'll be back. Allie, you sure you don't have another story? There can't, you be, there can't more. be more stories, There's guys. There's things There's I didn't get to. No other news to get anniversary to. Anniversary of Waterworld. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here, that's not even a thing. Here is uh, <laughs> We'll be back in two minutes, and we'll get you on the standby boarding list. Uh, don't go anywhere. In fact, be ready to you call. You don't go anywhere. 800-520. <laughs> One. Oh, man. One sounds good right now. 1067. <laughs> we'll come back and give away those. Uh, stand, we'll stand be back. By, we'll yeah, be right okay. back. This is the world famous K Rock. Oh, the moment you've been waiting for all morning is finally here. <laughs> you go pee it? Nope. Wow, I, really didn't have a ch- I didn't have a chance, dude. I got to go down oh, three hallways to get there. The show's really getting in the way of your pee, huh? It really is getting in the way of what I need to do. And as soon as we can get to a caller 20 right now, I will rush down the hall and try to relieve myself. In the meantime, we would love to make your 20, 2023 travel plans so much better by sending you to Manchester. Where are you finding so many sound effects of this? How how much water how much water do you need, Omar? Jesus Christ. I have a lot. Call it 20 right now, 800 520 We get you on the standby boarding list. You'll be going to Manchester, England to see the final Panic the Disco show ever. Imagine how much how many bathrooms you'll have access to on that flight, oh, huh? So many. Front, you can go back, anywhere. All the good stuff. Everybody on the text line peed during <sighs> two-minute so break. Jealous. So jealous. I didn't have to go, but now I do. Yeah, Omar I is just went. messing with all of us. Someone did say they keep one of those uh, doggy pee pads in their car for emergencies. I thought we talked to... Um, those are not absorbent enough for a human pee. I think we could test that theory. <laughs> Call it 
Caller 20, we're going to pick you up in a moment, kick off a new hour of show. We've got lots to get to. There's another Tesla a-hole. It seems like everyone driving Teslas is an a-hole. We've got more proof of that. Countdown to Cocaine Bear. We're going to call internationally and find out if we are indeed world famous. In fact, we're going to call the very place we may send you to, Manchester, England. That's all coming up this hour on the show. If you need us, 800-520-1067 to call and to text. We kick things off with, place your bets. That's right, the Chili Peppers. And then we will pick up Caller 20 as soon as I can get back from the hallway. That's next on K-Rock. Uh, this is K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Going to pick up Caller 20 in a moment. But first, another Tesla a-hole. Another Tesla Scene in Southern California caught on camera. A woman appears to be asleep as her Tesla drives along a busy freeway. The person who took it says they saw the woman behind the wheel of that Tesla slouch behind the wheel as it drove along I-15 near Temecula. The people in the car say they followed the Tesla for 15 minutes trying to get the driver's attention before calling police. Another Tesla got our eyes on you, Tesla a-holes. I know there are a lot of Tesla a-holes out there, but you can't deny, if you had a car that drove itself, would you not sleep in the car? Mm. The whole point of having one. Yeah. I thought that was the whole point, is that we don't want to be awake anymore while we're driving. We no, don't but wanna... these are not like fully self-driving vehicles at this point yet. They I... just have like you know parameters where they help you. You still have to have your hands. On I the understand wheel, don't you? that, but yeah, you'd be fine. But because uh, I think so. Uh, I think like four of them ended up in pools last week. Yeah. Yesterday, there's a, there's a guy who drove into his own house. That's awesome. He out. got there. That's the best. <laughs> now, the lazy. I tell that you, the, 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 the lazy. Tesla knew his address. Yeah, the lazy guy in me appreciates that move because uh, I'm like a sucker getting out walking. I know. Down you my stupid get out driveway. All the way to your yeah. house. That's that's cool, right there. I'm just there. saying, even if it was partially self-driving, the temptation to sleep while it was doing all the work for you would be so great. You wouldn't be able. To, you would probably buy a Tesla and go. There's no way that I'm going to do this. I'm going to be one of those people who's like hands on the wheel, even though it's driving myself. And then eventually, you're just another Tesla a-hole sleeping in your car. Could you get to the place, because I can't even fall asleep in my bed usually, because I got so many thoughts going through my brain all the time. Well, sometimes that's the worst place to fall asleep. Right, but I'm saying, could you, do you think you could let yourself get to the place of fully being able to sleep, knowing that your car is going to potentially determine whether or not you get where you're going, wake up, or drive into a building? Yes. Could could you, you could do that? You could get your brain to go to sleep? Eventually, if I was able to I don't think I could. I'd be so anxious. Neither could I. No. I don't think I... You go to sleep beat time. The robots know what to do. I've, like, nodded off while actually driving before. Like, you know, when you're driving, like, an overnight drive, and it's scary, and you finally get to a point, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa." you put your head out the window, you stop, you chuck, and then you find... You slap yourself. I've done all those things before. That's where the time I kind of talked... I want to get video of you guys on the highway, not this Tesla (laughs) anal. But that's different. (laughs) Uh, That's trying to stay awake and falling asleep. Here, being like, all right, I'm going to go and kick back and get myself some sleep. Look, if you're sitting on a four or five, it's not moving, I get... Maybe you could get a quick nap. Your Tesla could kind of no, inch I around. Put in my destination, boop, beep, bop, press start, go back in the back seat, put some covers oh, over Oh, you're my... going to the back? You're not even sitting in the driver's uh-uh. seat? I don't think it works I'm like that. I'm laying flat. Sorry. I'm taking a full-on nap. I will wake up right when I pull into this parking garage. Hey, it's last. You're caller 20. What? Hello? Hi. <laughs> Is this Islas? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Isaiah's. <laughs> Screwing up your, screwing up your, screwing up your, screwing up your. 
I wish I could have gone with Carla. She was caller 21. I would have loved to have picked her up. That I can understand. Uh, yeah, no, Isaiah, no congratulations. You're, uh, you're, going, you're on the uh, standby boarding list, all right? Awesome. Thank you guys so Hold much. On. How do you spell your name? This is going to be a tough one for me. Go ahead. It's ISA. Yeah. I-A-S. Yeah, it's last, That's like I it. said. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Stand by boarding list. I's here. and L's are not <laughs> the same letter. Hopefully we call you back and you get to travel all the way to Manchester, England to see Panic's final show. I mean, I'm telling you, look at Caller 21. Kate, uh, well, she's gone now, but she was there a second ago. I would have picked <laughs> her point, up. Good point. Good point. Great name. I'm uh, looking at it. It says Isaiah. All right, whatever. It's close enough. <laughs> S-Lass is not the same. Hey, let me ask you um, this. You know, we talked about how you know, earlier in the week when we were doing nominees for um, Don't Be a Dick, the person that shows up with the uh, you know the second veggie platter mm -hmm. at the Super Bowl is, is a right. real dick of a person because there's already one there that no one's touching. Why do you bring a second one? This question came up, and I'm just curious your take on it. I know Jake's take because I just saw him in action. If you bring food to a Super Bowl gathering, and at the end of the gathering, it's over. Does that food stay with the person who hosted? Or does that food come home with you because you brought it? It's like, it's your, does it become yours again? Does it become your food, then community food, and then your food again? Or do you well, leave it? Why would you want it after everyone's touched it? Yeah. The, the, let's just say. I'll take wings home. See, here's the thing oh. about. Wings that you brought? Jake brought a bunch of bags of potato chips to Allie's kid's birthday party. Strange to begin with. Yes. It was like five different bags. No one ate them because Allie had food at the party. You, and then at the end of the party, uh, Jake said, hey, uh, what do you do with all those chips? He said, uh, what's going on with these chips? What's going on with these chips? Uh, Allie said, uh, go ahead and take them. And, he, and Jake immediately, as he was leaving, had a whole waving goodbye with a handful of chips. The same stuff he came with. But I also think that it, it mattered that not a lot of people ate them. It wasn't like it was an almost empty bag of chips. There right. were a lot of the chips that had not been well, touched at all. Well, if it was almost empty, it would have been trash. I mean, let's be honest. If you're at any Super Bowl party, at the end of it, what's going to happen is you're going to look around. If there's like a, a platter. Like a bottom bowl of if, chips. Right. If you, a seven layer dips down to one half a layer, like that, no one's saving that. That's going right in the garbage, right? So like you would think, but uh, but then there's a bunch of usually, like let's say you show up. Here's a good example. You, show, you bring a case of beer to someone's house for a party. You bring oh, a case okay. of beer. That's totally different. That case of beer yeah. sits there on the table. And because of all the other beer that's there, no one drinks it. At the end of the night, do you think that you have the ability or the right to take that case of beer with you and get back in your car and leave? I would not ask to take it unless I kind of knew that the people who were hosting aren't beer drinkers. If there's somebody that I know is a beer drinker and will drink that beer, I would leave it as a gesture. Because they have hosted the party, they have provided food, they've provided usually some drinks of their own. So that's just like a hey, I'm not going to bring a bottle of wine or a case of beer or something and well, expect to get it back at the end of the night. Bottle of wine is a different story. You cannot show up someone with a bottle of wine and if they don't drink it, take it home with you. That's very tacky. That's no, uncouth. No, no. I think in any situation, it's uncouth unless the host offers. And says, unless you want to take host, this home? The, yeah, unless the host says, please take it. We're not going to drink it. Or, hey, why don't you take this home? Then you're like, okay, okay, okay. But if if you're the one who initiates the, hey, I'm going to take this back because no one drank it, no, the part of the reason that you're bringing it in the first place is that it's once it's there, it's going to stay there. It's, well, the food it, thing, you take food because it has a shorter sh uh, shelf life. You know, beer just is good forever. So like, you would you would leave the alcohol. You think that's the rule? You leave the alcohol. Yeah, you leave beers, leave wine. Yeah, but you take food because food will go bad soon. If you're not going to eat it, you're right. The chips were going to go bad. Where the unopened bags of chips that you let that you take from the party? Yeah, they're going to go bad. They expired. Twenty twenty nine. I don't dude. want these to go bad. I'm going to take them. Wait, thank I, you. I, that's. <laughs>
Well, this is an interesting point. This 323, I didn't think about this. If it's something that you bring in a serving container that you own and you need to bring the serving container home, you would bring the thing back with you. But if it's in some sort of like... No, I would expect the person to do the cleanup. Take the food out. Yeah, yeah, take the food out. Really? Wash it and give it back. <laughs> Maybe not in that same instance, but next time I see them, they would give it back to me. 714, last year I brought three pizzas to a Super Bowl party. Only one of them was eaten. I didn't think there was anything wrong with bringing home the other two. And then I realized after the fact that people talked S on me for right. doing that. See, I think that's a, that's, that's a weird move going into it. That's why I would bring, if you're going to bring three pizzas, only bring one at a time inside. Leave the other two in your car. <laughs> if you bring in three at one so time. replenish. Yeah, you replenish. Then they'll think you're awesome because you went out in the middle <laughs> and got more pizza. 213 said it is, uh, if there's too much food left over and the host doesn't want it, it's up to the host to make doggy bags for everybody. <sighs> that's a terrible And force job. them to take Who it. Who wants that? That's or what I do. they need to throw that's it out. That's what I do. Wait, you... you Oh, you'll make little doggy bags. So you'll take uh-huh. you'll take everything there that's community. And you'll split every, it up evenly, every, yeah. like a communist, pretty, and give everyone not, I mean, the same evenly, amount. I ask I ask people what they want, you know, and everybody kind of like leaves sporadically, not all at the same time. So yeah, I make doggy bags because I don't want any food left over because I hate wasting food. This this way, I know it's going to be eaten. But don't you want to leave a doggy bag for yourself too, Omar? Because part of the uh, no, great thing is no. having leftovers for yourself. Eh, not when it comes to certain food. Uh, no, I'm I'm good with just giving it all away. I eat like such a disgusting pig during the Super Bowl. Like it, it all, it's really wake from when I wake up that morning. I just I treat that as like you know how like people that are really healthy have like a cheat day. I every day is a cheat day for me, but like I treat the Super Bowl like the the it's the Super You're Bowl cheating of cheat on days. your cheat days. It's a cheating on my cheat days, <laughs> right? Like so I'm, I would imagine someone like you wants no memory of that. Yes. So you just want to get rid of I, it. I want no it's all shame. It, it's yeah. such it's so shame because at the end of the day, I usually think about it. I've lost money more often than not. I've lost money. I've probably put on five pounds. It's like looking at the computer right after you finished. Yes, yes. When like right when you forget to close the window, <laughs> and then you're like God, and you I finish, and it reopens again, and it's like stepsisters having a car wash. I'm like, oh, I am a disgusting God, person. Get it away. Throw this computer in the trash. It's just like the seven layer dip. It, it is. Which one are we talking about now? That's the worst layer. It's <laughs> K Rock Klein Alley Show. Gets you a bunch of minute in a moment. Super Bowl theme, perhaps. Uh, Chip, our resident uh, stoner pothead friend, is going to. He's asked us if he can bring us the top the stuff this week, and we get to decide. What's the best one? So we're going to do a reverse switcheroo of a munchy minute in just a moment right here on Kara. I didn't realize people would get so heated, have so, so many opinions about this concept of bringing something to a Super Bowl party, and when it's left over at the end, you take it with you or leave it there for the person who had you at their place. Yeah, someone on the text line said, I always bring more wine than I could drink just in case, and I will leave some in a bag and pull it out as needed. If there's some left over, I will take that home. Another person said, when I host, I make sure to have to-go containers for people to take food home, but the alcohol oh. stays. Yeah, that's interesting. Jake's uh, not to be cheap, but are you giving away containers? Jake, Jake made the point <laughs> that uh, <laughs> if you bring your own cooler, if you bring drinks in a cooler, you're expected to bring your own cooler home. So whatever drinks are in your cooler become your drinks. Which yeah, is, but then aren't you bringing a cooler for yourself? Then you're just bringing yeah. your own alcohol. Yeah, I guess. But also, uh, who, I don't feel like I can share that. Then if you're bringing your own cooler, and uh, someone forced us, who wants to eat onion dipped? At, a thousand people have put their hands in all night before. That's ding, also ding, ding, me. Allie. <laughs> There's your person right there. <laughs> Hello. There she is. Meet on you. You're on camera. Quickly, go ahead. We got to move past this. Hi, I just wanted to uh, say a quick story that happened to me. Um, I cooked food and they returned it back with mold like three days later with everything on there. They didn't wash it. Oh, and so it was just food mm, wrapping. Yummy. <laughs> no, definitely not. It yummy. was. I cried. I called my husband and I'm like, I'm never going there again. 
Yeah, what are the rules for leaving food behind that a Super Bowl party or bringing it with you? We'll go to Marvin. You're on K-Rock. Hello. Marvin? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Marvin. Is your name Marvin? Marianne. <laughs> Says Marvin. You got to see the way it's written here. Go ahead. Marianne, what's up? So whatever you take to a potluck, you leave behind. The only thing you take home are other people's dishes. So like if Allie brings something that you like that you've never tried before, you take a little bit of that home. But you never take home anything that you bring yourself. Right. You can take home other people's food, but not the food that you brought. Exactly. It's a good point, Marvin. Never get high on your own supply. That's good. Thank you, Marvin. Thanks. All right, we'll get to your munchie minute. Allie, come on, look at this. That's Marianne. I'm looking at it just like you. Oh, whatever. I think my eyes don't work. (laughs) Lincoln Park, they have new music coming up this week. It's K Rock's Klein Alley Show. If you need us, we're here for you at 800 520 1067. Nicole Alvarez will be in uh, momentarily with 40 minutes nonstop K Rock and more chances for you to get your name on the standby boarding list to head to Manchester. We get to announce that trip, the winner of that trip, very soon. Then we give you another destination. Just keep sending around the world. Lots and lots of frequent flyer miles going your way, courtesy of your friends here at K Rock. Hey, uh, Chip. Yo. <laughs> Are you uh, you want to switch it up this week for Munchie Minute? You want to bring us the munchies that you found out in the, in the real world? I got some pretty cool ones I'm pretty excited to share. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Oh, wow. I can't wait. This is good. I, the tables I, have turned. I did say that Moving Sunday Sunday will be the greatest eating day of the year for a lot of people. Might as well make sure. If you're going to go ahead and, you know, throw down 40,000 calories, you're eating the best stuff. We'll uh, get to the Munchie Minute in a moment. Also, Muggs uh, continuing to talk to people outside of crypto about their greatest accomplishments and were they nearly as cool as LeBron's accomplishment last night? Uh, Bassett High. What about you, Albert? Uh, nothing that impressive. I just have a lot of Pokemon, so I don't know if that ha! counts. Hey, you know what? How many do you have? Uh, you know what? Let me check. Oh. <laughs> Let me check. Uh-huh. I know. It, it's, it's a lot. Guy walks around with all of his Pokemon with him, Allie. That's very important. So there you have it. There's some accomplishments almost LeBron-esque last night outside of crypto. Anytime you leave the house, you have to take your Pokemon card collection. Got to bring them. Can't leave them around. People steal them and try to sell them. We take a uh, super quick break now. We'll come back. We'll get to your munchie minute and then get your name on the standby boarding list with Nicole. That's all happening very soon right here, K-Rock. What a fitting song on K-Rock right before we get into your munchie minute. It's Klein Allie's show. Uh, Let's break it down. Fatties, junk food junkies. Potheads. Here we go. All right, Chip, we're turning the tables this week. Instead of us having to uh, bring to you what we believe to be the greatest advancement in the most important food category, the munchie, you have brought that to us. Just in time for Super Bowl weekend, uh, what are the items we should be eating immediately? All right. Well, we've got quite a few diverse options here. But first, in light of the Super Bowl coming up, Every every good stoner loves Taco Bell, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, they are debuting the gigantic Mexican pizza. So it's all the joys of the regular Mexican pizza phenomenon, but, like, bigger. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's like, dope. He brought Sonny. it to life. It's the regular one, but bigger, correct? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Only... The only downside is is that apparently they're only exclusively selling that in Glendale, Arizona. But we can still imagine just how good that would be. Yeah, you could buy two, right, and then and then put them together, and then you'd make your own giant one, right? 
Not the same diameter. Exactly. It doesn't work that way. All right. Uh, yeah. Interesting way to start. <laughs> Thank you, Jake, for ruining the fun of the Munchie Minute. Uh, <laughs> you can't chi- do two next to each other. It's like two Mexican pizza boobs. Uh, Chip, uh, what is the next wonderful item you have for us? All right. From savory, we're going over to sweet. Uh, most people, I would say, generally like M&M's. And with Valentine's Day coming up, we've actually kind of got like the date night M&M. It's got the green M&M on the wrapper. It's the mm. white chocolate strawberry shake M&M. Oh. Mm. I, don't I don't know. know. Some of these like white chocolate candies that have been coming out are pretty good. Like the white chocolate Reese's or Kit Kats are all kind of interesting. So I'm, I'm intrigued by this one, but I'm not, I don't know. Do, you, you're kind of indifferent on white chocolate as a stoner chip? I like them both. Like I'll, I'll get the white chocolate Snickers. I'll get the dark yeah. chocolate. You don't candy. see color. Not when it comes to chocolate, no. That's right. It's a beautiful thing. What a statement made by you. Very quotable. (laughs) Finally, Chip, uh, give us one more thing to think about before we decide what things we're going to put into our bodies this weekend. Ooh. All right. Well, then if I'm having to go with one last one, it's going to be the little... Everybody likes those little Debbie chocolate bars, right? Have you ever had those? Uh, I don't know if I've ever had one. Little, yeah. nah, little Debbie's real deal. I like Little Debbie. She's good. Oh, you're cheating yourself if you haven't had one of these yet. The little peanut butter bars are awesome. Yeah, yeah Little Debbie's so, good. She's quality. I haven't had it in a while, but she's good. Swiss rolls are the best. Oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> they wow. ended up taking that. Yeah. Everyone's purring out on Debbie right now. Nah. Yeah, is Debbie a slut? Debbie. Yeah. No, she's like a child. She sells sweets. Oh, she's been around, she's been around since like the <laughs> 1800s, so she's probably you know, old. Okay. She's all grown she's up She's not now. that little anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what they did, they took that awesome peanut butter bar and they turned it into an ice cream. So oh, it's got yeah. The little, it's got the little like waffle cookie bits in there and it's got some caramel and some uh, some peanut butter and fudge and it's oh. it looks delicious sound good. you brought us delicious yeah. items thank you for that which one of these are you the most excited about since you are the resident pothead I mean, I love the Mexican pizza, but Nutty Buddy, the Nutty Bar ice cream sounds pretty amazing. All right, thanks, Chip. Greatly appreciate you. Yeah, I'll try that little Debbie. We'll post all of the items we just shared with you, and uh, most of those are available for the general public right now. No wonder we're so fat. I wonder if Chip would be able to even repeat the three items he just gave us. Chip, do you remember the three items you just gave us a moment ago? Uh, pizza. <laughs> Ice cream. Yeah, go ahead. And M&M's. Yeah, 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 you got it. Yeah. That was a stretch. I would have bet against you. He's so proud of himself. He's like, yeah, yeah. What's more impressive, what LeBron did or what he Chip just did that. for us? Okay. No, definitely. Uh, let's get out of here. Uh, we got uh, Nicole Alvarez. I see her in there, which means she'll be in here in just a few moments. She's got 40 minutes nonstop K-Rock for you. And on top of that, she'll get your name on that standby boarding list in mere moments so that you can travel internationally. Uh, that is all happening as we uh, say... Adieu for now on K-Rock. Takeaways from today's show. What do we got? Uh, 818, my takeaway. If you want to score free cocaine, just head to the ocean. Got so much of it floating around. And 714, my takeaways. Jake's sobriety has killed any and all taste in food and women. Uh, speaking of no taste, uh, Muggs, what is your takeaway? My takeaway is I'm going fishing on Saturday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Once again, 
If you got Irma listen, continues to not understand takeaways. Does not just keeps <laughs> talking about his own things. If you if uh, you missed I it, takeaways my plans. There's a po- there's a the podcast that goes with the show. All will be explained. Jake the nerd, what is your takeaway, bud? Footlocks, mixed mutts, and he cannot lie. Uh, yeah. Mixed mutts are the best, dude. Nothing better than that. Hey, that petty claims court today was a heated debate. If you are in a relationship and you don't like the way that someone has their Instagram etiquette as it pertains to liking the photos of others. You'll want to hear what took place earlier this morning. Available the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, could very well save or ruin your relationship immediately. Your takeaway, Allie, today's show. Mine is that when people win the Super Bowl, they thank wintry cities. Wintry cities is the number one place to thank. <laughs> and finally, Omar, what do you got? Uh, my takeaway is that there's no one named Sally. No, no one. one named no Sally. No one has ever been named on Sally. The planet. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Nicole Alvarez will be in in just a moment. And uh, download the podcast. Also, there's a goat line open for you now. 844-956-GOAT. Omar, take us out. That they, 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 they feel that, uh, um, uh, that you know, they that they feel that... Uh, that um, yeah. Did you enjoy that podcast you just got through listening to? No. Oh, well, that was us. Oh, it was? Yeah, that's right. Klein here, Allie there. Thanks so much for checking out our podcast. Uh, of course, this is really a radio show, which is kind of like a podcast. Live. Yes, it's a live podcast. I tried to explain it to someone once. I was like, imagine if a podcast had a grandfather. Mm-hmm. And a lot called, of commercials. It's called a radio show, and that's <laughs> what we do every single day on K-Rock. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can always listen to the live show as well. We love the interaction. You can interact with us lots of ways, including the GOAT line. That number for you, in case you want to leave a message about what you just listened to, is 844 844- Nine five six G O A T. And if you're really obsessed and want new people to follow on social media, you can follow us at Klein Alley Show. That's K L E I N and A L L Y. Klein Alley Show on the socials. Thanks for the support, and we'll do it again either live or in podcast form tomorrow. Sweet Dibbin. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.